I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. All that grows must also wither and die. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to CORE. We're going to talk about video games tonight with me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger. And uh, we're glad you're all here with us. We're a day later. Robert! Yeah, Robert. Robert! Do I still have that? I do. Robert! That reminds me. I saw that game Sekiro is on sale for like 25 bucks or something on on Steam. You going to grab that, Bo, and, you know... Dip your big toe uh, into a little more Souls-like. So many games to play, dude. I'm like overwhelmed. <laughs> I just don't have time for it. I kind of, I'm, I'm in the same boat. In fact, well, things got weird this week, game-wise, for me. Got real weird. Actually, it looks like it got weird for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> you're not alone, Scott. I think that's going to be the story of the week for all of us. <laughs> yeah, there's some strange stuff in here. We'll get to all of that and more. But first, these headlines. All right, so a few things going on. I want to get right into this one. Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be a free download, plus 30 other games, all part of Amazon Prime's Prime Day stuff in July. Uh, I was excited about that and also a little irritated because I already own that game. Um, but there's other stuff too, like Grid Legends, Need for Speed Heat, and some Star Wars movies. Or Star Wars games, not movies. They're not putting any movies in there. <laughs> Let's just call them movies. Uh, yeah. Let's it's the just same call them way as like, are you going to play on your Nintendo tapes? <laughs> Oh, man. Am I become? I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be him. That's a guy I've, I've worked really hard not to be, and here I am being that guy. Um, anyway, they got a whole bunch of these. This will happen on July. Let me pull up the dates. July 12th, 12th. and 13th, right? Yeah. 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 
Um, and let's read some of these. We got Need for Speed Heat, which I mentioned. Actually, a really good racing game, by the way. For as far as Need for Speeds go, you have to take my word for it. And it's on Game Pass, so you don't have to even do this if you don't want to, if you already have Game Pass. But it's not it could bad. Be free right now for you. Yeah, it could be right free now. this very second. Uh, also, classic Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight 2, Outcast, and Star Wars Republic Commando. Three are, of the, like, all three of those are some of my favorite Star Wars games. Right they're good there. games. One, two, three. Yeah. Like, those are great. They're old. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. They're a little old. They don't, you know, Republic Commando, I'm not sure, looks, I, I have the, the remastered version, and it doesn't look that great. It looks okay. Yeah. It, that game, I, I feel like, deserves a, a refresh. That. That was one of the most unique Star Wars games I'd ever played. Yeah, it was, it was a really, really good cool. first-person shooter with like a tactical element that was really well integrated into the game. But yeah, it's old. It's it better. Definitely old. I, I'm going to argue. I'll put out. I'll put this down in the argument pile that it's better than any prequel game ever made, and maybe better than any other Star Wars game of its era. So I think that I think your pod racer fans mm. might have an objection for <laughs> Boo, you. that game sucks. Mm. Pod racer. No, sucks. Pod, episode one racer was really good. Boo. It was legitimately. <laughs> yeah, that wow. game was awesome. <laughs> that was a good, a good impression of the pod race of the actual so racing. Was, uh, Metis like 18 times. I love that part. Yeah. So <laughs> was Jedi Starfighter. <laughs> Jedi Starfighter was very good. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars game that was basically just Age of Empires with Star Wars ships in it. That was very yeah, good. That, was that a prequel one or no? It had prequels. You could be Gungans. Like oh, Gungans that's right. was, was literally a But you could be everything in that. You could choose to be like later later era Empire and you know like it yeah. let you do everything, which is fine. That's good. I'm glad they did do that, but I don't know if I'd call it a prequel game. I just say it had prequel stuff in it. Like yeah, if you're talking probably, games that were like right in that era, like that stuff was happening in the prequel era is happening in these games. Republic Commando and maybe Pod Racer. Episode one pod racer. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'd put the Lego commando games. above episode one racer personally, but I do love episode one racer. I and, think that game is very. Yeah, good. and Bo makes and a good the, point. The Lego games. Yeah, the Lego, the games, Lego games are games. good. I'll give you that. Prequel era Lego games are all right. Uh, they might be the of the older Star Wars uh, Lego games. I think those are actually my favorite. They played better is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying their source material was very good. I'm just saying they played fine. Mm. Uh, there's more on this list. How about this here? Uh, 25 indie titles also in the run-up to those dates. Uh, standouts include SNK's Arcade Classics Fatal Fury Special, Metal Slug 2, amazing game, Samurai Showdown 2, also very good, and a couple of King of Fighters games. Also the cult platformer uh, Gianna Sisters, uh, Twisted Dreams, and color-manipulated puzzle adventure Hugh will be on Hugh. there. Yeah. He's not just a Borg now. No, Hugh is no He's longer. now a... Uh color manipulating puzzle adventure <laughs> when is metal slug tactics coming out this oh, just reminded me yeah that was supposed to be this year because um, i want that game still even though i've heard nothing but an initial trailer for it well let's see steam's listing says tba um so if anything else here metal slug tactics uh not 2022 is still listed generally on all the places i'm looking but still not announced we're a little late in the year. Not, I mean, we're not that late. We're mid-year. But if this isn't talked about soon, I, I worry that we won't see it until yeah. next year. Look, if World of Warcraft can somehow get its expansion out this year, they can get out Metal Slug Tactics. That's what I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that happened. They're thir- uh, 31st or something? 
Look, no, they're think, saying uh, by the 31st. By the 31st you of think, December. Yeah. You think Lake Ear Studio, published by Dotemu, has uh, Diablo Immortal kind of money? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, but I think they have access to a lot of assets that already exist. <laughs> I think they can do it. That's a good point. Yep. They do have a lot of money or a lot of. Uh, I mean, everything I see in the trailers for this, it's all animated like Metal Slug, like, you know, fancy. Yeah, there's a lot of cartoon stuff, I guess. They got to animate that. I yeah, don't know. That's true. I don't know. We'll I see. Know. I want that game pretty bad, too. I'm excited about it. I just wish it was out, but that's not uh, not yet. But if you want Mass Effect and that the uh, pretty good Legendary Edition uh, with all three games uh, remastered is pretty good. I liked it a lot, although I didn't finish three. Once again, just like the old time when I played it on the 360, I started three and didn't finish it. Just like the old times. Did you actually says. play through one though? This oh time, yeah, this Beats played and beat one. Yeah, for the first nice. time. Yeah. yeah, ever. So that was cool. I like. But that. how do you know how the story ends? Because if you don't finish it, it's like your shepherd died in the middle, and the story never ended. Yeah, it's kind I know. Of depressing. But isn't that good though? Because everyone says the ending's bad. So is it better I have my yeah, own? Yeah, it's not bad. It. They fixed it. Did they? The, the ending's the problem, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not like get too deep into it. Both. Expectations were high, and it actually wasn't that bad. I was gonna even in the original. Agree with Bo. Bo's uh, right. It's not that bad. Unless no. you do want to get into it, I'm sure we can. No, you're, you're all good. We've had that. I think I we just, I'm just saying. It. There's an exit sign. I see about 30 minutes over here. If you want to, if you want to break it, <laughs> if you want to break it up the hot dogs and cook some wieners, then let's do it. <laughs> I'm just the sign before the hot dogs show up. Well, it's a good deal though. So do if you have, so Prime, you should finish I, it. I should mention if you don't have Amazon Prime, you don't get any of these games. So that's an important oh. point of this whole thing. If you have Amazon Prime, you're a regular subscriber to the service uh, for whatever reason you might might be, uh, then you get all these games for free. And I assume, well, what are the, some of these are, I mean, they're all digital codes, I hope, right? Let's see. Doesn't say. I uh, assume, well, I shouldn't assume anything. These might be Steam codes. They might not be. I don't know. Like, don't, is it the same place you get your free games when Twitch does it? Because it's the same company, right? Cause yeah, Twitch but the Twitch drops the are... Time, it's, right? it's, it's Prime Gaming, yeah. whatever that is. So yeah. It, yeah, it's part of their... Um, not their streaming thing, but they have a whole prime gaming like effort going on over there. And when they do free See, stuff, it's always been like sign into Amazon and get some codes. But I don't think they're like they might just be get a code or or here's a code and then a link to download the the thing and then you got to put the code in. But it, they run independently of of Steam or Epic or whatever. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, I think they get their own thing. Oh, Amazon has a launcher. Really? Is that true? Ziggurat says. Oh, then, yeah, you don't need another launcher, guys. Ooh, just forget geez. who said anything. Games launcher. I got to see this. Look, just erase the past 15 minutes of the show. Just go back. Oh, it is the Games app. Let's see. Gross. Download and install the Amazon Games app. Oh, this is a Trojan horse. Yep, this is how they get you. They're paying for the game so they can get you to install their dumb launcher. <laughs> yep. And then they'll I sell give you, the developers uh, money. Don't don't download these. They'll sell you Forget toilet paper and uh, <laughs> whatever else you need at Amazon.com. Unless you really have already have Amazon, I think some people actually use and like Amazon. They they do serve a lot of customers. Maybe that's fine. I use them all the time, but I mostly business stuff, and you know it's worked out for me. But I don't think Prime is a very good value anymore. I think it used to. You be. don't need a client, I guess, on your PC. Yeah, and if you're doing Amazon Prime Video, like. 
to watch the boys like we were talking about in pre-show or something you can do that independently now for a much lower yeah, price it's on my phone and my xbox right so yeah. yeah so you don't have to have the full package to get that you used to but you don't now anyway there's that's great that. it's actually really cheap too yeah <laughs> compared it is cheap. to all the other ones yeah. it's only like six bucks for me i'm like oh it's great i like the cheap ones i down i start yeah. i got shutter because i'm gonna watch uh mad god have you seen this thing no. so phil Tippett is this insane stop-motion animator guy yeah. Who's famous around animation circles for just being crazy. Like his stuff is so weird. And he made a whole movie he's been working on for like a decade or something. And oh, it's shit. called uh it's called Mad God. It's it's showing on oh, Shutter and theaters or something. It looks so much like a thing I'm going to watch. I cannot wait to see it. I saw this. It's basically like a tool video <laughs> kind of but a full movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair it way of putting awesome. it. Very violent, very yeah. weird, very dark. Um, you know, it's on Shutter for a reason. But anyway, that the point was, I signed up for Shutter just so I could get Mad God, and it was only four bucks. So <laughs> it's not too bad. No, it, what it, else it, are yeah, you going to watch cool. while you have the subscription? I don't know. What I was thinking they got there? a bunch of originals. Some of them are viewed really well, like movies and stuff. I might, I don't know. I like a good horror movie. I might poke around in yeah. there, see what's going on. You know, a lot of good. I'm like having a lot of time right now, but you know, we all need excuses to escape from the current world. Why not make them horror, horror movies? I say anyway. Uh, so there's that, uh, check this out. Uh, Oh, marketing data from new zoo reports. Gamers more likely to view brands positively than non gamers. I kind of found this hard to believe when I first read it, but I think it depends on the product, right? Cause I think gamers are cynical and angry at everything a lot. And, uh, yeah that it's not just a stereotype and we tend to get really cynical about things. So to hear that the, this study perhaps reveals that we're a little more positive on brands. Maybe it's because we work in brands, you know, it's like, I need my NVIDIA video card. I need my steam launcher. I need, you know what I mean? It's all brands for us. Yeah. And like, you're still going to meet people that don't like brands and would never say anything. Like it's not, it's not like, 30% 30% of the time, you're not a brand person and 75% you are. It's just out of a population mm-hmm. for marketing purposes. How effective is brand marketing towards gamers? And it seems that it's a better market for branding than other markets. So <coughs> here's an example. I, expect more advertising. Yeah, gamers. yeah. That's what this tells me is we're about to get a lot more ads. That's uh, that's kind of the deal. Apparently, out of all of us, we're a lot more susceptible to looking at pawn brands favorably. You know. Well, here's here's some some of those uh, players see Nike, Adidas, Puma, shoe brands, sports brands, seventy six percent on both Adidas and Nike, and sixty seven on Puma. That's compared to sixty one, sixty three, and fifty two percent for non players. So it's not a giant jump, but you know, ten, twelve percent, something like that. Um, let's see. Cars, automotive, BMW, 68% for gamers versus 53 for non-gamers. That's a weird one. Even Ford, 60 and 46. Um, the biggest jump here, let's see, what's that one? Oh, Monster Energy Drink. Gamers, 46% favorable. Non-gamers, 23. Yeah, like there's definitely a bias there of like, well, I drink it because it's the drink of my people. <laughs> Like, (laughs) you know, this is all well and good, but you know what I can't get past is Mm. that they decided to use the, like, Back to the Future DeLorean as the icon for automotive. Oh, yeah, why? Why'd they do that? I don't know. Because they're nerds. Back to the Future? Yeah, if you look at that chart. It's got the little, like, things on the back. Yeah, look at the chart. 
because it's nerdy, I guess. Like you know, yeah. gamers will know the DeLorean, but uh, Grandma, Grandma, you know, whoever, Grandma Pearl doesn't know. This <laughs> 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 you know, it's 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 specific. I guess it's just thematically on board. Who knows? This is definitely stock art from like I stock photo or something. Like sure. That, so. What is Grandma? Yeah. Grandma who? Who is this? Grandma is Pearl. Pearl. Just an old yeah. lady. Pearl. Okay. The, the, the grandma for Pearl Jam. The oh, gotcha. Pearl Jam after sure, the Pearl, Pearl Jam grandma. Yeah. yeah. She's famous for being Pearl Jam <laughs> grandma. Um, I noticed here, too, the drinking on the other end. You got Budweiser. Some Mountain Dew is what you'd expect. But then Budweiser is only 3% difference. And yeah, the other people like people like beer, like beer doesn't matter if they're a gamer or not. <laughs> yeah. And only 1% on whatever that f- beverage brand at the end is. I can't tell. That cursive's hard to read. Yeah, Can you guys tell that? I can't, don't recognize the brand either. Ballantine, Ballin, Ballard, Budweiser. No, there's Budweiser and Ballantine. Whatever Ballantine is. Oh I'm man, Red, it's a beer. Red Bull, fifty-two and twenty-eight. Jeez, Coke's yeah. a little closer. Uh, Sixty-six and fifty. That's pretty good. Well, I mean, Coke pretty much is like Coke feels like a weird exception as a brand. They don't, it doesn't even matter what they do. Sometimes it feels like they're like, what do you want to put for our ads? I don't know. Polar bears just chilling. Like <laughs> everyone's like, oh, Coke is so classic. Like they put classic in the name and everybody just believed it. Like, yeah. The interesting classic, thing is the sports Coke. brand for gamers. That's wild to me. Cause the, you know, gamers again, yeah. what sports yeah. I'm in my grandma's basement. I live at home. I'm a gamer. <laughs> It's like, we seem to really dig uh, sports brands quite a lot. Funny enough, none of those three brands are ones I would buy. I'm more of, an, a, I'm more of a Reebok guy. So I don't know why those are. Yeah, but the story they're trying to tell here is not that these are the best brands, right? It's that, right. It's that generally speaking, people in what they would, whatever they define as the gamer community, which I imagine it's through viewership. I don't know if it's just self-identified, but. Uh, based on their behaviors mm. that they're more likely to be favorable towards brands. So, mar- you know, that helps the marketing because this is from an insider. This is from gaming industry.biz, I believe. Yeah. yeah games industry.biz. So this is like market information that's telling, you know, it's reporting on tendencies, uh, uh, within the gamer market. So I just think the story is expect to see definitely more advertisements because this, you know, this, we don't have all the data. We've got the free data, but you know, a lot of these brands hire these kinds of marketing firms to get them, you know, as reliable as possible numbers so they can make their marketing strategies happen. And the story it's not telling is gamers hate brands. Yeah, <laughs> go away advertisements. It's saying no, come in. You'll make lots of money if you keep spamming us with uh, your logos and your wonderful deals and and propaganda. And so, yeah. Well, a lot of these companies too are the companies, especially where you see a larger margin between uh, players versus non-players, which is you see a lot of these brands leaning into it. You know, Nike will do like, oh, here's or adidas will do here's sonic the hedgehog shoes you know and all of a sudden they've got something targeted at the gaming audience um same with like beverages like i've never once seen a budweiser ad be like you know what's great after a match of Fortnite, budweiser like it just doesn't happen but meanwhile you got red bull that's like you want to get the edge on other people stay up all night or be a loser like some of them really lean into it. Some of them don't. And I think 
that also is reflected in this because yeah. I think there's a very clear divide there. Yeah. And, and you know, by the way, we drink Coke and Mountain Dew. One of us at least is showing off a can of that every episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're right a YouTube there. watcher, you're, <laughs> you're getting product placement uh, for nothing. Yeah, I've just polished off a Coke Zero over here. Yeah. That actually brings me, that's actually a question I've wondered for a while, Bo. It's a Canadian question. So to do that, I have to push this. Canada! Can you tell me if Pepsi... So in the Pepsi and Coke wards, uh, down here in the States, Coke's usually the winner. Mm. In Canada, is it different? Because every time I talk to a Canadian, it feels like like when I talk to your friends, they're all like, uh, no, it's all about the Pepsi up here. Is that true? Does yeah, like I mean, Pepsi? like there's a stereotype, too, where like a francophone lunches, like a French person's lunches a Pepsi and a Joe Louis. So Joe Louis is like a... a you know, one of those cakes you get, like a Twinkie or something like that. Used to joke about that, you know. Uh, but Pepsi, definitely, I grew up in Quebec. Pepsi's definitely the the drink of choice in the province of Quebec. And I know a lot of Pepsi heads. So, yeah, I think it does lean Pepsi up here. But um, Do you ever go to a restaurant or a drive-up? I, I, I swap between both. I, I'm, I, I don't care. Has anyone at a place ever said, is Coke okay? <laughs> it's it's all your yet to me. <laughs> yeah, it's all, I was going to say, it's all P to you anyway. Yeah. Based on previous episodes, but have you ever been like at a drive up and they say, "What would you like to drink?" You say, "I have a Coke," and they say, "Or no, you'll say I have a Pepsi," and they'll say, "Is Coke okay?" Does that ever happen? Yeah, it does happen because there's some brands that don't. I don't Weird. like maybe like KFC or something because they don't have it. Yeah. They only have a deal with one. Yeah, and it doesn't cross between borders because sometimes it just has to do with agreements with KFC Canada or something like that, right? So it's a different corporate entity. Yeah, yeah, even though it's the same brand. Yeah. So there can be exclusivity up here that doesn't exist down there. Sure. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, I drink both. I, I'm not really I don't favor one over the other, to be honest. You're a non-discrimination yeah. example, especially with zero sugar. Yeah, not that I'm sure. I don't. I don't know. They do taste a little different, but they do a little bit. The zeros are better. I'm not than picky ever, but like that. Yeah, yeah. The zeros have gotten better and better. Uh, it's all pee anyway, so it's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I, li- I like my Peps pee more than my Coke pee. Your Peps pee. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you like, your, you like your pets pee. Ew. <laughs> I like my pets pee. <laughs> By the way, so this is a little side note. We got a couch from a neighbor mm-hmm. who were getting a new, they were getting a new couch and they're like, hey, do you guys want our old couch? And we said, well, it is bigger and it would fit in our basement real well and it's good for our, how we're set up down there. That back should be really nice. How much do you need for it? And they said, well, give it to you and just have it. I'm like really, and they go, yeah, and I'm like, well, that's not even that old. It's like two, three years. Yeah, it's fine though. We're we're good. You guys want it? Sure. What did they give you? What did they give you? Couch. So we got this couch. Whoa. Yeah, I know. They bring the couch over. Very nice of them to help move it and all that. Big old sectional. Wow. Take What's it downstairs. Plunk it all down. I'm playing on my Xbox the other night, and I go, what is that smell? And Kim comes down. She goes, what is that smell? Because she can smell stuff from miles away. I have to be right next to it. Yeah. Freaking some, do- their dog peed on the pe- on the cushion things that you put your head on. Like that you lean on. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So now we got to figure out how to get that out of there. And it's fine. It's still a free couch. Did they, get, they didn't give it away for that reason, right? Did I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't it's a little not. sus. They're just like. 
we don't want to throw it out, but we don't want to keep it. It stinks. We don't know what happened. I they don't, don't know how to clean pee off of a couch. That's what I'm saying. They were so quick to say, don't don't pay for it. I mean, they're extremely nice people. We you know consider them friends. Oh, yeah. We like them and <laughs> they're awesome. Take but... our, please, please. We don't want to throw it out and feel guilty, and we don't want to clean it. Please take this couch and stink up your house with it. Yeah. So Kim's doing each cover individually. We're nice. taking them off, cleaning them out, seeing what we can do. But apparently their little dog peed on the top yeah. of these things. Pee's not that bad. It's, it's when it's sex couch like chat rooms mentioning like you know that, that that's what i i'd start to worry like oh. what depravity happened on the couch that oh, you're i don't want to think away. of that that's no good i don't want that that's yeah. bad well some ever some people everyone thinks a couch is differently some people a couch is a sacred place to sit and watch tv and for some people it's uh it's wieners out it's a bro it's a brothel yeah <laughs> it's a bro- wow <laughs> we're going straight to Straight to the some Speaking services. on behalf of a you know what a friend told me. Sure. Uh huh. Yeah. Someone uh-huh. in the brothel industry. <laughs> yeah. No personal experience. It's it's. it's I, uh, now reportedly. I understand that maybe people have sex on couches, <laughs> but not whole brothels where they. Oh, that's like what a I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard that this happens. I've heard of one. I've, mostly, it's waiting for pizza in the kitchen. Is what I've heard. That's how that. Uh, hey, that's another place. Mm-hmm. That's another place. <laughs> Nothing to sell to your friends in there, though. No, you know that's just. Yeah. By the way, make a note. So when John offers you his couch, you say no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything about the couch. I don't know, I, the, in the ten couch. years, and you're like, oh, Scott, I'm moving. I'll drive down and drop off this couch for you. Oh yeah, you'll as far drive as the anybody hours. knows. The couch is uh, is a safe zone for me. You don't know what side of the argument I land That's on. That's true. That's true. Now, if I tried to sell you my kitchen, you know, you might want to ask if we cleaned. We did. I just don't want you to drive twelve hours to bring me a couch. That's all. Yeah, don't no, do that. That'd be a long drive. Yeah, you're a ways away from me. Um, okay, let's talk about Epic and them launching some tools for Steam and Epic crossplay. It's an interesting thing. Uh, here's what Simon Alliez from... He's dire- <laughs> I'm sure that's wrong. He's the director of online services. I think he's up there in Canada. He's probably in Quebec. He oh, says... His name. What was his name? Simon Alliez? A-L-A-E-Z. I don't even know if that's French. That Alliez. Alliez? A-E is eh, so Alice. Oh, okay. Alice, actually, I think. He says, Crossplay gives all friends the opportunity to come together and create fond memories across interactive experiences. All right. Anyway, they made some tools. And they, <laughs> all right. <laughs> thanks, Simon. Uh, they, the tool itself, I, don't, I think this is just for gamer, or sorry, devs to use so that their games, when on either platform, will be operable with each other. And no, not. no, I got some experience with this. Oh, well, tell tell me more. Because TMNT Shredder's Revenge, which we'll talk about later, yeah. uh, uses this crossplay. Oh, so interesting. So I had a really frustrating time trying to get my Xbox, including John, Xbox friends, because everyone has it on Game Pass. I bought it on Steam. Yeah. So apparently you can, there's crossplay, but you got to link your Steam account with your Epic account. Yeah. And then your Epic account with your Xbox account. So I linked it all up. It still didn't work. I couldn't see my Xbox friends, but I could see people on the Epic Store. That, no problem. Couldn't see any Steam friends. Or no, I could find Steam friends. But anyways, long story short, well, we'll get to what happened with that later. It didn't really work out. Yeah. Uh, so it sucked right now. But maybe this was – because that's why I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting news. That would make sense. Shredder, Shredder's Revenge got launched, and now they're going to have cross-play for friends lists on there. So now – I can launch a Steam game and I can access my Epic's friends list from the uh, overlay. Right. If it supports the Which makes sense so, as long as, as long as Steam is playing 
you know, friendly with it and not, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, how much does Steam have to do anything? Or they just kind of go, okay, cool. You're yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 like uh, authentication between the two platforms. Like it's okay. cooperation. Okay. It works between Epic and Steam. All right. And with mobile on the way. So basically, what this means is, if you buy it on Epic and someone buys it on Steam, you should be able to play together. They shouldn't be separate ecosystems. And I. Th- I think this is an Epic's favor to to do that instead of trying to beat Steam, like just be a co-competitor and live with them. Oh, totally agree. So I like this. Yeah, yeah. You want, but the- it didn't work very well. TMNT was not a good first look. <laughs> well, that that's more of a maybe a Game Pass problem, but we'll, we'll get to all that when uh, coming up here. Um, all right, what else? So that's a thing. That's that's a thing happening now, and devs are starting to use it. Um, what else? Oh. Hey, did you know that if uh, this isn't really gamer related, except gamers make a lot of insults online sometimes, or at least we're known to, but online insults is now a criminal offense in Japan. You will get up to one year of jail time. What do you think of that? John, what about you and your, uh, I don't know what, uh, mobile game hatred and uh, mobile gamers are lame or whatever it is you'd say. And then, and then you'd be <laughs> yeah, in jail. And then I go to jail for a year because I uh, I insulted the mobile gamers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, Japan seems like a cooler and cooler place to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I, I I don't know. I'm not a religious person, but there's a whole thing about pointing out a uh, splinter in somebody else's eye before you acknowledge the board in yours or something like that. I don't. Man, isn't that a splinter quote. in a board? Is it? I think I it's a know. moat. It's like something much bigger, right? <laughs> yeah, like what's a bigger splinter, a board? Uh, whatever it is. I'm not religious. I don't know. Um, I don't even know who said it. Probably Job or something. Sure, it's Job. Don't, don't, close the, don't close the door when a thumb is in a window, I think. Is, is that, that the one? Is that the old, the old adage yeah. from the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. So it, the, the point is, is like there's plenty of problems here. Who am I to say japan's making weird choices like it sounds like maybe trying to do things to keep people no i love i mean i like this take lean into it (laughs) just say this is good yeah yeah Yeah, why not i'm 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 i mean i think it's kind of good too because now it's gonna make a good inspiration for a plot in a new yakuza game because every every yakuza game it starts with you going to jail and like a dragon's very video gamey, so probably the next Yakuza like a dragon, he'll insult someone online and end up in jail for a year. And then a year goes by and he doesn't know anybody and everyone's trying to beat him up. It's perfect. So I think this is great. All right. I all look forward to that new game. Hopefully it'll be turn based like that cool one we played last year. Casey Turbos awesome. put the actual quote in the chat. It's why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Is that wait a minute? But that's not like King James version. This is like some New World edition, right? Because I don't think they ever said plank. No, they wrote that in parchment back in the day. <laughs> they were talking about on, on papyrus. Yeah, <laughs> plank. Nobody said plank. There's no way. Well, it was plank with an e. Plank. Because they put extra E's on things in the thou days. Yeah. Yeah. And then thou wilt have a plank E in your eye, thine eyes. Oh, you want to piss off the original translation was actually two by four, but oh, okay. Yeah. Four by two. You know, if you really want to piss off a Bible thumper, um, remind them that (laughs) that stuff was all written like decades after Jesus left. It pisses off. And everyone was high on mushrooms apparently when they wrote it. Really? Is that true? Yeah, there's some like archaeological stuff that's looking into the fact that the mystical men who would go away would go into caves, yeah, uh, where 
special mushrooms were eat them and have visions and then write the Bible. Nice. It's not, I don't think it's confirmed or proven, but like when you think about it, you're like, I can see humans doing that, right? What's in this cave? Oh, you can't come in here unless, you know, only the special people can come in here. And they're like, whoa, we, we saw people. We saw God. Yeah. Let's write this shit down. It seems important. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's like the, and you're like, you know, that, yeah, because they, I, I think they're seeing that there's ergot in some of the old artifacts if you sort of do that, um, what do they call it? Uh, carbon dating? Carbon dating. Uh, all right, yeah. Scott. Seeing as we're doing Bible study, here's yeah. the King James Version uh, translation per chat, in case we get this wrong. Okay. Uh, Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. There it eye. is, the moat. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. As I don't, I guess what I'm struggling with is I didn't realize a modern take on what a moat is would be a plank. No, moat would be the speck. Beam would be the plank. Beam is the plank. Yeah. Yeah, but who was sitting around in a modern context going, "Oh, I, I saw a laser the term beam. beam. I'm going to put the word plank in there." Okay, go for it. Why not? <laughs> that's well, weird, isn't it? No, I think wait, it's wait, weird. Okay, give me another word for beam. Okay, um, beam. Uh, plank. Uh, just <laughs> yes, that's the point. You went immediately with the plank. As well. You know what? I really can't think of another beam. If you're talking about like a support beam or something, or if you mean a beam of light, like I don't know. It, no, like, I don't mean a beam of light. I mean like a plank. <laughs> Chat room says like clitoris. What? What? <laughs> what? You know what Shatner would say? Oh Jesus! I mean, this whole thing has gone to. to <laughs> yeah, they're ground. they're they're thirsty today. They're they're what, no. What's the what's the internet say now when someone's horny? What's it? They're thirsty, right? No, something else that they say. They're um they won't sit down or something like that. Oh, they're I way down. Heard this, yeah, they're way down. Chat's way down, way down. Like when you're so down. Oh, like DTF down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like DTF, like way down bad. That's it. Down bad. Thank you, chat room. Down like bad. Nowadays, you say down bad. If you're like, if your eyeballs are ready to pop out of your head, uh, <laughs> you're so randy. Um, you're, they say you're down bad. And you're chat's down, down bad. bad. You mentioned like you meant you just say the word sperm, and they're all like having. They're all writing fan fictions right now. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it why down there, bad? there are a bunch of randy boys and girls in there today but what's the down part i don't get the down bad why is it bad and why is it down it's just it. like it's i think i don't know you know what like when you you're down you're down dtf like i think it has i think the etymology of down bad comes from dtf like you're down oh but bad but you right? yeah bad. like okay. it's you're down bad yeah like, you you're not just DTF, you're DB. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, you're really, you're really extra down. Yeah, okay. I don't it's, know. It's, it's I'm too, I'm too old to understand it, so I'm just gonna stick with thirsty because okay. that's that's where the lingo uh, still resonates. I, I thought it was still here. I thought that was still the thing. So I, I now we can't behind. say that anymore because the kids are like, oh man, there's a bunch of old guys on the internet saying it. We gotta come up with something better. Yeah, but then we'll all yeah. say down bad, and then they'll then they gotta move on. No, we're not gonna say down bad. I guess by then they'll have new kids to to take the take the. Some reins. of us won't. Bo will. He, Bo's on the pulse. You are. I'm, I'm a man child. Down. Yeah, I'm. I'm going into aging, kicking and screaming. I'm like, hello, my fellow kids. I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, get out of here, you pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I learned something today. I'm happy to report, everybody. 
shuts um, down bad. There's this other interesting report about how I guess making VR games sucks. Um, it's not fun to dev for. <laughs> Wait, games? No. Making Just VR. Working. working. Oh, sorry. Working yeah. on, in VR sucks. So one of the sales points of VR and it being the future. Oh, is not like, on. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah uh, not yeah. working on VR. I'm sure it sucks too, but like, um, <laughs> that's not what the article is. You know, it's harder. When I say sucks in that scenario, it's just probably challenging. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's, <laughs> I just like that there's a report about it. And I like this picture of the guy going. Um, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of desktop applications you can use in VR, right? Have you used any of these? When you I have a little bit, you're like, yeah. yeah. I can't see. like, them. oh, sweet, I can work in VR, I can move my screens around, I can do things. So, and, you know, you've seen some sci-fi movies or the future is people are in VR, like Matrix uh, Revolutions, when they're landing the ships and helping them, they're on this VR Matrix world. And it's like, man, soon work is going to be in these amazing virtual worlds. Well, apparently it's not that great. It's stressful. I agree. The one I always think of is uh, in Jurassic Park during their little like tour where they see how dinosaurs were made. You've got the guy that's got like the COVID spit shield on his face, and that's supposed to be a VR headset. And then he's got like two just big gloves on his hands, and he's just going. (laughs) And they talk about it being in VR, and that's what he's doing. And there's nothing VR about what he's doing. It's great. Somebody, somebody capped that GIF. Yeah, if you're doing this, get, get, give him, yeah. give John, uh, give John fondling a nice uh, a, a, <laughs> fondling. I'll just end the sentence. Yeah, just there. put John fondling. Yes. There you go. Done. Uh, somebody send me if you clip it, you can just send it to me and I'll gif it. That's fine. I'd love to. I do it all the time when these guys make funny faces. Um, all right. So here's a little uh, look at what they did. Uh, those left worked eight hours a day. This is this is <laughs> later in the process. Forty five minutes to recuperate and inhale lunch. Uh, otherwise, they were in the headset. Each of them scored their VR working experience against working in a physical environment. It turns out many felt their task load was increased on average by 35%, even though it wasn't. Uh, frustration also shot up 42%. The negative effects stat was up 11%, and anxiety went up eight, uh, 19% with these people. So it's more than just this is uncomfortable to have on my head, or it's weighing me down, or it's pinching my nose, or you know those kinds of discomforts. There's something about our reclamation. Nobody wants to, to be immersed in work. Yeah, like, immersed. Work yeah. is a negotiation between what can I get away with and what do I have to do. And people that are successful at work are extremely good at doing what they need to do while maximizing the what can I get away with that's not work related. <laughs> like where you find bad employees are people who try to do too much of the what can I get away with, yeah. and it it intrudes upon getting your work done it's a theory or too much work to and they get disgruntled with, right it works when the I, other way too yeah. well i worked in when i worked in an office uh, i guess they kind of sort of do still but um back when i was in the office i used to say look it doesn't matter how much work you have in a given day for some reason if, if you were given a b and c one day that's going to take you the full eight hours and if you're given a and b the next day somehow that's going to still take eight hours, even though you've got one less thing to do. Um, you can really only overburden people. Like yeah, people really, will take less and spread it out more and they'll yeah. be happier with it. Yeah. All you can really do to an employee is give them too much. And I feel like if you put a headset on someone's head, 
you're removing their ability to easily take little kind of micro steps away from what they're working on and distract themselves and think about other things. You're just putting them in an immersive work environment. Mm -hmm. And I bet people find that more stressful. But John, that's time theft. Yeah. (laughs) And everybody does it. You have, if you are 60 minutes of work and you work 59 of those minutes, that one minute you stole from the company, you should go to jail, let alone be fired. That's right. You stole that time. That's uh, that's horseshit. Corporate will tell you for sure. Um, And it's uh, it's a lie and it's a fallacy of our, I actually have a full-time job where I manage people and I hope they don't listen any of this so you just if, if you're if you're listening and you work for me you should be working if it's not break okay yeah it's not keep uh, going it's, you're very, if very you bad got time to lean you got time to clean uh, that's right i hate that freaking work man no wonder things are just going rough as soon as everybody got to go home and realize what it's like not to have some asshole leaning over your shoulder every 10 seconds like yeah, everyone was like, oh, turns out this is all a facade and life's generally better this way. Yeah. Like, who knew? Who knew that we were taking advantage of a underpaid, overworked workforce? There's a bit wow. of that going around still. I don't think that's ever leaving just us. be lucky you have a job instead of being privileged, <laughs> underpaid, and underworked. Yeah. I'm I'm just playing the role of the bad guy. No, we know. Go farther if you yeah, want. Yeah. No, no, no. I can be a pretty good bad guy. You're. A- <laughs> oh, You're I know all guy. the lines to this role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sadly, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Uh, but we're not going to be doing this in VR very soon, and it sounds like studies like this will probably keep us out of there. So it's fine with me. Yeah, I, I don't want to work in VR either. And uh, you know what I want? I want glasses that don't weigh anything, that are barely there. That once in a while could have a little HUD pop up that goes so and so in the uh, yeah. uh, office down south really needs to talk to you about it, whatever. Like get, some of those things are fine, but if you're just going to put me in virtual space the whole day, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, so not on the you quest. You had an too. appointment with no. the bathroom. Yeah, so and so in the office down south needs you. Yeah, yep. yeah, get time in there. Time to go do my constitutional. Your constitutional. I love that phrase. I want to use that more, and I always forget. Like someone says, Scott, where are you going? I need to go do my constitutional. I don't ever say that. I want to, though. I want to say it more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I always want to say? An old-timey phrase I always want to say? Mm-hmm. I want to use the term water closet, but I want to say it like an old man and call it a warder closet. <laughs> Going to the water why, closet. Why, why warder? Who says? Because lo- I don't know. A lot of old people I know add R's to W-A words. Warsher. <laughs> you got a warsh. Yeah, yeah, that's, your, that's your that's your region for sure. Get a glass of water, yeah. you know, some like water. Just, yeah, mm. they just call them shitters up here. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. All right, I'm going to shitter. Well, I watch. I, I don't. I like shitter. I'm a pretty good fan of shitter. I think that works pretty well. Well, anyway, if you want to um, read more about this, it was up on PC Gamer, and it sounds like uh, an interesting. I love. I like to. I like data like this. So. If you want to see the source of it, you can go check that out. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, in September, they're going to show us what the new Assassin's Creed is. Do any of us care what that is? Do we care? I feel I like know. I used no. to care. It's time for them to reinvent the the formula again. Like, there's been enough. Maybe they will. I, I was so excited for Valhalla, and I started playing it and just realized, nope. It's it's still too much. And that's after because I mostly skipped Origins because I didn't really care about the desert setting um, of that one. Yeah. So I just played Odyssey. Yeah, and, Odyssey and then I great. went to Valhalla and I was still like, mm, it's 
too much. <laughs> it's, it is too, too much. much it. Those games are too much. You're right. I think the reason I enjoyed uh, that other thing that isn't this, but it's their other game where it, it's set. It's it's g- Greek. Immortal Phoenix Rising. Phoenix Rising. It's an awesome game. Partly because it didn't get so big. Like just be a game that has some semblance of you know borders that I can see almost. That's hard to explain because it seems like something you don't want to even ask for. Open worlds. This promise of open world that goes forever and you'll never be done i'm not sure that's working anymore you know i mean that said if it's the right setting i'll probably buy it again because i'm a sucker for that what's like, the right that setting? is the thing is like they do have a tendency to go like oh here's a setting and it ends up being really cool what setting would would get you in if you had to pick one you know, mm. I, you know what? I, I was actually thinking about question. this the other day mm. you're a slave in in southern america during like Go full Django Unchained. I'm like they kind of did that though, didn't they? On um, they, no, they, that I was mean a, they touched they? on it with three because it was in America, but then there was a there was a PSP game that I thought said it in Canada. We had slavery here too, man. Just to flavor it up a bit, give it something different. Yeah, slavery era Canada. Have a French Canadian in there fighting the SD d'Anglais, mm-hmm. and then you have your slavery and just just make it make it as uncomfortable as shit. You got yeah. Didn't you get rid of? You guys got rid of slaves before most in North America, though. You guys were early, I think. We uh, we were earlier for sure. Yeah, we don't. Ha- but and you don't have the hangups it, we do. But we have African Canadians, <laughs> like you have African Americans who sure. were brought here as slaves and yeah. have been here the whole time too. Sure. So we are have they, our own. We ever. We ever. I don't know them because America dominates our culture so much off the top of my head. But we have our own like Rosa Parks types figures in African Canadian history as well. Oh, that's like cool. That's whole thing. There's a yep. few cool suggestions in chat. Feudal Japan. That one's definitely got some potential for sure. Sure. Uh, Inca slash Maya assassins versus Spanish conquistadors also sounds like that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they should just go full Dynasty Warriors. Let me uh, let my descendant be Lu Bu. Let me get my Lu Bu on. <laughs> what, about, what, what about a dinosaur Assassin's Creed? Oh my gosh, yes. You play as a velociraptor with a little white hood over his head. <laughs> with like little blades hidden under his wrists and everything. <laughs> his little claw blades. He just jumps up and gets them with the feet. Oh my lord. I mean, do you think they'll ever do... I mean, that I, that reminds me too much of Primal for Far Cry, which I did not like at all. So I'm, I, I worry about that setting. Yeah, but you weren't the dinosaur. We're talking That's about true. a raptor assassin. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I'm just going to put it out there. I think that will not happen. However, do you think they ever, we've talked about it for 20 years now. Do you think they ever make a modern, you know, or the future take, even modern take, but like, Hey, uh, it's all about this anima thing. Anima? Animus? Animus. Animus. Yep. And uh, so here we are. We're finally going to be in that current animus time and fighting the fight or whatever. Because that's what they always implied, right? It's like all these stories lead to this. We're all going to figure out a way to take down the big evil corporations or whatever in this big cyberpunk world that apparently that all exists in. That could be interesting if they ever got that right but that's kind of watchdogs right the idea but they i feel like they just dropped the ball so hard on that because i always thought the idea of the desmond story would be that he would be learning all these skills from his ancestors and then that would translate to a super cool futuristic like level or two where he has to put them to use 
you know, and like I can't over like almost like a Metroidvania, except instead of just like clicking the orb and getting a new ability, you adventure into the past yeah. uh, to get the thing you need to progress further. Like I thought that's the direction it was going. And then they killed Desmond in three and he's like, that story's done. So I, I don't know. Like they could do it. I think it could be interesting. I think there are still a few eras that make sense. It's just, you know, I I don't know what would get me back in. Mostly it's a gameplay thing, because even with our joking, you know, Assassin's Creed Velociraptor game, I'm sitting there going, yeah, and he could have like a little Archaeopteryx bird that flies around and does all your scouting. And then I just sat there and was like, oh, great. I'm making the same game as Odyssey and Origins and... (laughs) Yeah, like all of those once again. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Like they really did some neat stuff with these most recent. I thought the one from 2015 uh, with the brother and the sister in the uh, turn of the century England. What was that called? Shit. Anyway, it was like basically Peaky Blinders Town version yeah. of that. And that was a really they had some really cool ideas in that. I still know where they go. from. Yeah, Syndicate. That was it. Oh, chat room has my answer. If they put Cassandra back in the game again, I'd play. I don't care what era. You can put her wherever. I'd play that yeah, game again. She's, she's awesome. my favorite protagonist. She's of that pretty game. great. Okay, let me ask you this, Cassandra lover. What if yeah. they uh, teleported her to, to the modern time? Then how would fine. that feel? That's fine. She was in the modern times. Oh, that's she's true. She's been she... in the game in modern times, that's although true. she died. But yeah. like. It didn't go well. Yeah, she was there. She could literally be the hero of every Assassin's Creed for the most part. She is great. Unless they went further back. She's so. pretty effing great. I'll give yeah. you that. Uh, well, anyway, we'll find out in September, everybody. So hold on to your butts. Crypto miners have unloaded UGPUs and prices are coming down. In fact, I saw a bunch for under MSRP, which I don't think anybody predicted. But because crypto market took a big giant dump and also how you mine Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies in general is changing. Um, you're more likely now to finally snag that 3080 you were trying to get or whatever. I think it might be a little too little too late because we're right around the corner probably from 4080s or whatever the hell the next thing is going to be. I yeah. think fall um, we're going to hear about the 4080s. Yeah, I think. yeah. yeah I usually here every you know every year there's an update. So fills it a little, I wonder little. how like how much of an upgrade 40. Because yeah. even I'm like, hmm, do I buy a new graphics card? Because I got my sweet computer, got 12th gen CPU, still cutting edge. Yeah. Do I get a new one? Yeah, I don't I know. I could probably skip. I don't, you know. It'd probably be okay. Um, but thanks. I hope this is still good for anyone who was looking to shop at a new graphics card. The time to buy a 3000 series is nigh, I think. They're getting, they're selling uh, 3080s for right around 523. And MS, MSRP on those at the bottom level is six ninety nine, so they're in some cases going less than that. Some yeah, people so are I getting, got my thirty sixty Ti for six sixty. Yeah, and you're going to hate this then because the RTX three thirty sixty Ti's are being uh, are showing up for around three hundred. So I'm not even that mad. This graphics card is so good that I'm okay having spent that money when I got it. You know what I mean? Like obviously I want to spend less, but I just don't feel that bad about it. You know, like. <laughs> I, I feel like I got a good deal at the time I got it. So I'm still like fine because cards were easily a G, you know? Right. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's it's good, though. This is a good sign. I I think these are just finally going to the people that were supposed to get them in the first place. So, you know, this is not I'm not being and well, whatever. You, everyone knows where I stand on NFTs and stuff, but not necessarily being anti crypto here. I'm just saying, hey, they're GPUs. They were designed to push graphics around. 
and they just happen to be good at crypto mining and it just really screwed the tech the the, the intended market out of, You're ruining our fun, right? Imagine yeah. if Transformers could make coins and then all the kids couldn't get any Transformer toys because a bunch of dumb adults bought them all. You know what I mean? It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It does suck. So anyway, That's- good the good news is those are they're coming back into the market and one would think maybe the newer when they do announce a four series, uh, it might be a little easier off the bat. But also we're still dealing with um supply chain problems, so that may not be true. So who knows? I don't know. It's a weird I time. feel like the 4,000s will get probably bought up. This crypto hasn't gone anywhere. So if they're really powerful, they'll get bought up again. Well, so the 3,000s they... are what you'll be looking to get anyway. So it's just sort of good news that yeah. if 3,000 series is more standard for another year while the crypto market buys up all the 4,000s, then, hey, at least you can get a 3,000. 3,000 tier cards are good. Except yeah. for the 3050. Yeah, they are good <laughs> cards. You're right. I, I, the reason I'm saying that is because I, I am zero expert on any of this stuff, especially the tech behind it. But I've heard from people who who know a lot of stuff who have said, this, is, this isn't happening just because the market took a crash because things are going to grow and crash and go and crash. He says, what really is causing this is how we're mining is changing and it doesn't mm. necessarily require these cards anymore. So well, that's good. It is good. good. Um, so then that might mean the 4,000s. Also, just by the way, the 3050 Ti is also shit. Just do your research before you buy these cards. Lots of YouTube videos. Why is it shit? Like, what's bad about it? Is it just... Uh, they're just, like, they're just, um, they're underperformant, essentially, mm, for mm. what you're paying for, like, okay. to a, a degree that's disappointing. Like, if you're looking for, like, at least 60 frames on a 1080p with, like, reasonable graphics, you're not getting it. You're getting performance hits. They're, gotcha. Okay. The, the low tier is not worth it. The t, the reason they made the TI version of 3050 was to address supply chain demands, mm-hmm. but they made a shit card apparently. Like it's worth like a one of the worst cards of the bunch. Wow. So don't go budget on the 3000 tier. I did not know that. <clears throat> that yeah. Don't go, go 3060 or higher. Um, I got a 3070 TI is what I ended up getting not too too long ago. Pretty happy nice. with it. Good. Is that a yeah. good, good card? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good card. That's yeah. a really good card. Mine's really a 30. Expensive. I'm still paying. You don't need it the 3080 to have a great cheaper. time. Yeah. I have the 3080. But you don't need a 3080 or the high ends to have a good time. 3060, 3070. Sure. I have a 3080 and I got it early because of my stuff at Doghouse and I've been nothing but happy. I've yet to have anything where it's slow or has a problem. Oh, yeah, 3080. Yeah. I've had that for wow. a year and a, well, a year, I guess. Whenever the last ones came out is how long I've had it. That's still a good card. It's a great card. <laughs> so, I am no, I'm in no rut. Like if they announce 4080s this year or whatever the hell the number is going to be, I'm probably not in the market because. It has to be something really special about it to be like, oh, make the jump. Because I, I'm like, where does where does it go from here? Yeah. What? Yeah, it feels too soon. I mean, part of that is because I've only just been able to manage to get the, you know, a, a new one now. But it feels like this is so soon that, you know, maybe – Maybe I think about it every other generation and, you know, I, I think that might be where I end up landing is I won't worry about this. I'll worry about what's after it. Good idea. That's how I was. Oh, yeah. Oh. I guess for people's benefit, because I see some comments because they game at high resolutions. Mm. I get game at 1080p. I stream, but there's, I stream and oh, you, you stream at 1080 as well as or I'm sorry. You play at yeah. 1080 and stream I at game. 1080. Yeah, my, my monitor doesn't support it. At some point, I'll get maybe a better monitor and then maybe I'll complain. But I game in 1080p. Oh, so okay. I definitely don't. 
because then I can crank up ray tracing and all this stuff. Like, if you crank up all the bells and whistles and have high res, you don't get the bells and whistles. So. That's true. I'm not even running at 4K. I run at 1440p, which is way plenty for me. And then I scale down to 1080 for streams, but I don't have any. I haven't had any problems at 1440 at all. Yeah. But I might if I had a 4K monitor. I don't know. The only reason I would want to get the 4000 like or a better card would be to for modded VR games. I'm really enjoying Cyberpunk mm. in VR. Yeah. And Elden Ring, but like uh there's definitely definitely gra- like graphical loss bottlenecks, so a better card. If a better card was good for VR, that would be enticing for sure. That would be cool. Maybe that's what they'll do. We will have to wait and see. All right. Well, that's all the news we could stand this week and we hope you guys uh stood it well <laughs> uh we're now gonna throw it over to john who's gonna give us a couple of uh, dear marthas now it's funny john that you're reading next generation episode or next generation issue 51 because i think it's it, it, there's nothing funny about it i picked this because you on twitter the other day yeah. put up a picture of this exact magazine and i thought man if scott's gonna show it this is, is the one see, we're gonna do is it the, oh it's this one right here 51 yep that's the one yep. Sega turns it on. So I've been going through all my old magazines and I kept all my next gens because I just love these things. There's Um, uh, there's spoilers in there, Scott. There's spoilers for the Dear Martha section. Oh my gosh, I'm not even going to look in there. But this is the whole like Dreamcast countdown issue. And they review a couple early Dreamcast games and it was like this big lead up to Dreamcast. And anyway, um, that's where this is coming from today. Our Dear Martha is coming out of this magazine. So without further ado... John, let's take this away. It's a dear. Oh, is there a spicy Martha on the other end, or just uh, just a? Uh, let's see. Let's do two uh, reviews, and we'll do a uh, we'll do a, a Martha response at the very end. All right, here we go. My dearest Martha, will you please stop putting Lara on the cover of your magazine? It has been happening too often lately. You game magazine editors really need to get a life. Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3 are pretty bad games. The control is horrible compared to other 3D games, Mario 64, Crash, Zelda, etc. If the main character weren't a chick, you probably wouldn't even care about these games. All I'm saying is that if you really need to put a girl on the cover... Put someone more deserving. Cammy, Claire Redfield, Sarah Bryant, Eris, Aoife, someone from Final Fantasy VIII, or any Square game. <laughs> Whoever the hell they are. <laughs> Please put a stop to Lara. She looks like a monkey anyway. Yours in this life and the next, Corby. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He says Lara. He's talking about Lara Croft, right? Yeah. Okay. She has. A, she looked like a monkey. That's what they said. <laughs> what the frick? That's All what right. They said that's what they published. That's what they published. All I right. Mean, it was an anti-woman, right? He wanted. He's just like, yo. There's other women. If you want to feature female game characters, I guess right? so. That's a weird thing to get hung up on, though, for somebody. You know, he Why doesn't you? like Tomb Raider. The controls are bad. Well, and, yeah, but writing know. in going, you should have other women on the front of your. I don't know. That's weird. That person's weird. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there, and I'll bet they're still weird if I met him today. All right, some 20 years on. Let's play your second one, John. Here you go. Enjoy. My dearest Martha, can you guys please take the idiot that wrote the article on Darkstone in Next Generation 15 out and shoot him, please? (laughs) They published this. (laughs) 
Everyone knows that Diablo was by Blizzard, the gods of PC gaming, and not by the <laughs> losers that can't make a fun game if their immortal souls depended on it at Westwood. <laughs> Immortal <laughs> Diablo and Immortal reference in the same list. <laughs> this guy was foreshadowing. Please correct the error and kill the one responsible to show that this type of slander will not be tolerated by next generation. Uh-huh. Yours in this life and the next, Timothy D. Man, you guys think all the dicks are now. They existed yeah, then. Twi- they just... this, this guy would be banned off Twitter in like a day or yeah, two. Yeah, it's like a think. freaking actual kind of a threat, I guess. All right. Martha responds. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Maybe not as spicy Martha as you might expect. All right, well, let's hear, yeah, we agree. let's hear what Martha has to say. <laughs> My dearest Timothy D, thanks for the correction. While we were able to find some bullets... No one at Next Generation actually owns a gun. So rather than shoot the editor in question, we drove in the bullets uh, we drove in the bullets in manually with a ball peen hammer. We hope this was acceptable. Yours forever, Martha. Uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good answer. Um I tried to find the the letter, but I couldn't find it. Instead, I found a review for Heretic. The, the Heretic letter two. section's near the back. Oh, it's is very it? okay. yellow, and there's a picture of Lara Croft. Yeah, Diablo, it. the gods of gaming and their oh, immortal man. reputation. <laughs> they have a review in here. I wonder if that guy's around right now, and he's like crying into his pile of next generation gaming magazines, <laughs> going like, How the mighty have fallen! No kidding, man. There's a whole. Page 106, Scott. Okay, 106. I can even tell you that. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Just for fun. Okay, here it is. Oh, yeah, here it is. All this yellow stuff in the back. Yep. Oh, man. I got to go. I got to read this. There's a whole thing on uh, Star. Remember uh, Tribes? Star Siege Tribes? There's a whole strategy guide on tribes. That's pretty cool. Tribes Tribes was great. I remember when you couldn't get your information from YouTube and a million other places, and thus the magazine was this holy place of information that you couldn't get anywhere else. Yeah. Screenshots of Doom 3. Oh, my God. These were great, too, because they had this amazing cover material. The pages felt like they were fancier than most magazines. Yeah, they took the time. They knew it was special if you were reading it because they had the exclusive images. Yeah. They also have, uh, like, this magazine is one of those that, like, definitely was like, we have an image, it's not necessarily a professional one, so you get a little more snark in their content, so... For example, I'm looking at their Star Wars Rogue Squadron review, and it starts off this way. Let's get this out of the way first. There's also a PC version of this game, and frankly, it's awful. Like, <laughs> okay, you know, I you, it might not be for everyone. Like, that's definitely you know a version of writing, um, but uh, yeah, they had a little mm-hmm. more edge to what they were doing. It mm-hmm. feels like. Yep. magazines are the twitter of the paper world kind of i the whole reason i started even reading these old magazines though was just to see the old advertisements for stuff because old video game advertisements are the weirdest things oh in the they're world. the best i love them and then while i was doing that while i was on the quest for stupid video game ads i started reading the letters section and was like oh my gosh nothing has changed no Nothing has changed. <laughs> They're just not letters to magazines anymore, but everybody's still saying the same shit. Yeah. Um, I think that they, a magazine ads and just 
um, I don't know, that whole vibe of back then. We all look at back on it with these rose colored glasses or whatever, but if you really dig down, like the anti Sony or the pro Sega or the whatever, all these kind of fights and arguments you'd see in those things, it's not different than what we do today. Today, just everybody has an equal platform for it. Back then, you just, you either had the gumption to write next generation and they would print it and you got lucky because they did and maybe replied to you like, it doesn't work that way now. It's very different. Mm. Oh man, some of these ads, you're so right about how bad. There's one of these where it's a tennis game and the, oh, if I can find it, it's like a serious sports tennis title and the girl on the front is a tennis girl with her back to the camera scratching her butt and she's not wearing any panties. It's just her bum, and awesome. Yeah, they're just talking straight to the to the wieners of the gamers that are going to buy that game. Like they're not. There's no gamers uh, like brands. We hear. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like and it. butts and butts brands and butts. That's what they're all about. Oh, look at this one. I'm going to put this in Discord. This is great. This is like a guy who who wants to have all of his games in one place. Check this out. Oh yeah, all those. <laughs> now that I miss, yeah. I, I miss the kitsch of gaming. Yeah, like the 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 science fiction Max Headroom weirdo gaming ads. Like I'm so crazy for games. I want to plug them all into my head. Yeah, um, I I do miss. Or you know the game is so realistic. I'm in the chair going. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm looking like, at this one for environmental audio by Creative, and the advertisement is this. Listen, it's a dark cave. Inside your head, you hear your heart pounding. Damp echoes resonate from the slow drip of water. A low rumble, click. A gun is being cocked to your right. You spin, you duck, you freeze in fear. Bullets tear past you and ricochet from every angle. You can't see her, but you know exactly where she is. Great games deserve great audio. Look for this logo or visit, and then it's their website. Like, that's the ad. It's just this, like, description of, like, man, you're going to hear video games real good. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they were not. And we're all like, we're too sophisticated for these kinds of things. We don't have them anymore. Nope, we don't do it anymore. Well, we all got older, maybe, because they were kind of aiming at, you know. Kids got older, too. They're more, but they're growing up all quicker. Wish I could find that one with a girl's butt because it's just so blatant. I can't find it. Oh, Someone good. in the chat, you can look. You can have a job ahead of you. Go find that thing. Go find some butt. Yeah, go find some butt. Uh, well done, everybody. That was awesome. Always good, dear Martha's. And now we swing directly into this very weird game or weird weekend gaming. And I'm going to start with Grim Dawn, but before I do, an email for John. All right, J O H N. By the way, this is from Doug G who wrote in about Grim Dawn and about John, says, quick question for John. By the way, uh, Doug at home, his name is J-O-N, not J-O-H-N. Anyway, why do you not play games just because you might not love something about the name? For example, Grim Dawn. You told Scott you never wanted to play it because of its name. Why? And what specifically is it about Grim Dawn, the name, that bugs you? Thanks, Doug. Well, Well, John uh, I would like to take, Bo, uh, probably over two minutes to answer this email. Oh, so. okay, great. I, I just, I, I gotta, you know, so, at my mid-show break, my, my mid-show constitutional, I'll be right yeah. back. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so Doug, let me, let me get into this about Grim Dawn. And uh, first of all, I don't think you should not play a game because of the name. Uh, in fact, I have Grim Dawn installed on my computer right now yeah. uh, based on Scott playing it and talking about it. 
Uh, I didn't buy it. I think Scott, I think you actually might have given me a code for it. Or I something think I like did. That. Yeah. So I'm not above playing it, but I do hear the title Grim Dawn and I, I cringe a little bit. <laughs> what and is it? it? Why just, is it about it? What's the name that, or why is it that name? It, it's you? just a name that like we called our name edgy darkness. Uh, we named our <laughs> game shadow McKill. Like we named our game, totes my goats like it's just it's so on the nose grim dawn it just it's too much and it doesn't sound cool together it just sounds kind of lame and kind of kind of cringy to me like Mm. i hate to say cringy because that's like a big popular internet term of like ah it's cringe that's cringe but it does it makes me feel that in my chest when someone when i have to say i'm playing grim dawn right now i just feel embarrassed for myself and the hobby i understand i think that that's probably (laughs) okay i think there are a lot of games with stupid names that will play like let me think here what's a game i know you like but has a dumb name well final fantasy is a dumb name no, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, it might have been, but it has transcended it. It has. So I guess here's what I would say. If you played Grim Dawn, I'll bet you would have that feeling of transcendence after you play. No, it. you have to earn the transcendence. You can't just go, I like it, and therefore the name's good. Grim Dawn would have to become a successful franchise that spans the stands the test of time. That's the trick? Like, okay. right now, it's a good game that has a weird name. If there ends up being a series of Grim Dawn games and it becomes synonymous with something of quality... Uh, like then yes it has transcended the test of time at that point well what okay it's by no means a condemnation of the game you're about to tell me about how good it is i'm gonna probably try playing it again because i actually i don't think i've played it at all i played the other one that has a horrible name what's the other one with a really really bad name oh uh um not lost last epoch not that that's no that name's fine i don't Uh, like that name what is it I don't know. It's I another... think it's named after a person. It was on. Hold on. I think not you the Victor Vran game, is it? Victor Vran. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that game kind of sucks. It's not the best. It's okay. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It's just kind of. But yeah, that uh, Victor Vran. But Victor Vran's also kind of comedic. Like there, there's a there's a whole pokey jokey thing going on in that in that game. Whereas Grim Dawn is pretty self. It's Diablo self self serious. Like they're not. You know, like I remember being bugged by Diablo as a name, even though it's earned its place, right? That you're talking about. Yeah, it's earned it. But I used to hate it because I'm like, well, why is the Spanish word for devil? Why is that in this thing that doesn't have any other connection to like any Spanish history, Mexican history, any of that? (laughs) Like, why? That's his name. His name's Diablo. Yeah, I used to kind of hated that for a long time, but I got used to it. So I get what you're saying. I do think you need to play. Grim Dawn, though, I think you'd really like it. So when the itch hits you for like some good old fashioned, you know, dungeon crawliness, which I know you're playing some of that already with yeah. Resurrected, we'll get to in a minute. But uh, you'll find uh, I, some. You'll find a lot to like here. It's very cool. I, I think just to just to be clear on Doug G's point and buy Bo more time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I think for me like. Bad titles are titles where if I need to tell my parents or my grandparents what I'm doing, (laughs) if my cheeks flush when I say the title, then I know it's a bad title. (laughs) And if if my mom came up to me and was like, what are you playing right now? I would be like, 
It's a game. Like, what's it called? You don't want to say Grim Dawn. It's not that bad. <laughs> like I'm just not happy about it. I'm not happy about saying those words together as a serious like as a serious thing. Again, it's not a condemnation of the actual game itself. It's not a judgment of the game itself. It's just not a name that I'm proud of. Now, again, it could probably reach a point like. I should feel that way about Diablo. If my mom asks, what are you doing? And I say Diablo. (laughs) Yeah. I should be embarrassed about that. She probably would feel the same way hearing Grim Dawn that she would if I said Diablo. But in my heart, I don't feel it. Yeah. So I'm 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 taking that prestige and able to ignore it. Uh, in my own mind, I'm not quite there with with Grim Dawn. But I think yet. you answered Doug as well as you can. Like I feel like that's as good as answer. So John likes Grim Dawn now. He hasn't played it. Yet. No, he doesn't like. He still doesn't it. like. The I name. have it installed. It's but it's about the title. You don't like the title. You didn't like the. Title. I don't like the title. I hope well. you end up playing it because I think it belongs in the upper tier of these. I think that I think it and I and, and players would agree with me like a lot of if you go look for, you know, best action RPGs rated or whatever, Grim Dawn is always in the top of that list somewhere. Um and I think it deserves it. And I think you would get enough playtime with it you'd go, "Okay, I see what they're dealing with here. This is good." And you know, this is like you love Titan Quest, these are those people. I'm not opposed to it. Again, I'm not trying to say the title reflects the gameplay in any way. And I I do not judge the game by its title and any merit but when you say when you sit down at your steam library and you're like okay what am i going to spend my time playing if you look at a game and the title makes you roll your eyes you're at least a small margin less likely to click it like even just one percent less likely it's still less likely and when i see grim dawn i go like oh boy i'm gonna have to go on core and be like yep i was playing grim dawn well the fact that it's playing (laughs) The fact sad that it's rainy day, the video game. Sad rainy day. Look, if you could, if I mean, like, you like a show called Barry, uh, what are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think of- <laughs> yeah, not wrong. Yeah, but it it got me early. I'm not gonna say it's a great. Eh, actually, I think Barry kind of fits its tone, and it yeah, does it now. Is. I mean, but it only I, like, does. I actually it. think the title fits what it is very well. But you, I might play Barry. this and go. You know what? When I play this game, the only feeling I feel in my heart is like when the sun's first coming up over the horizon, <laughs> but it's doing it grimly. Yeah, Instead grimly. of offering hope, I'm going, ooh, that's well, a grim dawn right there. It's very grim. I mean, the, the game is very self-serious, very, very dark, you know, very, um, you know, kind of what everybody keeps asking from for Diablo. Um you know, hopefully four delivers on that, but I, you know, it's, it's a really cool game. I think if you, especially knowing that you liked Titan quest back in the day, I think yeah. you would love this because it's those guys. They did some really cool stuff that no one else is doing, including path of exile, including anybody else trying to compete in that space. And I think they've been really great about constantly updating it Two major expansions. They still update it all the time, add new stuff. Uh, How much modes. do I need to get the DLC for this? Because this is my sticking point right now. And it, it, this also happens more than the title. Like, let's be real for a moment. The, right now, probably the biggest thing that's keeping me from playing it is knowing that there are expansions with different character classes in it and like more content. And I don't own them. 
And I have a real weird mental hang up that if I don't have the current game, it's not worth it. It's not worth it right so now. I understand it's on that. the steam sale right now. So, uh, looks like you own the base game. Like the base games on sale for $5. Yeah. yeah. I have the, I have the base game. It's, it's like 85% off. So there's only two X packs, right? Maybe right. Like major ones, forgotten yeah. gods and ashes of Malmuth. That's Correct. 20, Correct. 22, $23 right now for Canadians. So for, probably less for you. Yeah. For all of, for all of it though. Right. For both. There's a crucible mode, which I think is horde. That's right now. It's normally six Canadian, six fifty. Right now it's three eighty nine. It's like very cheap, but that's I think that's horde mode and not campaign. So that optional, and the rest is like cosmetics, basically. So you don't need to get it. Yeah, yeah. It feels like the it feels like so the twenty dollars that go would be to just get this bundle, the definitive edition bundle. Yeah. Because yeah. that that that'll oh, just wait, give you all your stuff. Yeah. Hold on, that's what Actually, they sell I'm on. Go that's... ahead and install that. I own all the DLC, like, and never, still never, oh, no, I, never get past the first two maps. So they say it's twenty dollars and thirty-seven cents for me, which is actually like less than what it would be to buy even on sale the two expansions on their own. Oh, really? Um, wow. How good are those expansions, though? Like, They're I know really you're good. playing as the Necromancer, so you're playing as one of the classes from these. I am playing a Necro right now, um, but I can tell you this: the the classes are the new classes are good, but the main addition that that first expansion brought that continues in the second one is is being able to cross your classes in really cool and interesting ways. So when you get to level ten, let's say you're building a, a Necro, when you hit level ten, you can then choose what secondary class to start mixing in skills with so you can say oh well i really like the night blade because he does stealthy stuff or he does you know you know some backstabby stuff like you like and that might help me because my play style leans this way so i'm going to choose night blade as my secondary class mess around and now you've got two classes that basically what it ends up meaning is the game's got almost unlimited builds like you could just make almost anything that you'd ever want to make out of various builds of the game. And didn't they um, remaster it recently a little bit? Like give it a, a overhaul at some point. And like they just released a balance patch June 21st, like a month ago. Yeah, they keep or, I'm so I'm saying four days super ago. Dedicated. <laughs> Sorry, this is four days ago. They're super dedicated to the game. They're constantly adding stuff, putting new stuff, keeping in touch with the community. Um, there are tons of resources out there for best builds and how to do them and what items you're looking for and you know all the things you expect around a game like this, healthy Reddit page, all that kind of stuff. Um yeah, it's a rad game. It's real yeah, good. I'm installing it. I'm gonna. I, I might boot this up. It's real good. To give it a go. It's the kind of game I could see Bo getting lost in, just lost. And I don't mean in a bad yeah, like, way. The I mean, beginning hump was always just a little. I don't know what it is about the beginning hump, but mm-hmm. I just haven't made it past it twice now. So well, I mean, once you've played, but you know what? My computer wasn't as good. Maybe I can crank everything up now, and I'll be like, oh, now. Yeah. And the X, the Xbox uh, Series X and S and one and all that version of the game also very cool great great controller damage numbers oh yeah damage numbers although you can they're on by default but you can turn them off you never will but you could um what else there's other stuff you like like uh oh i love the the loot filtering let me tell you about this so this is what I, i started doing here recently you get to a point in the game you hit like level 25 or something and i realized well i don't need these certain color-coded gear anymore. I only want to see the ones that are actually going to benefit me, and everything else is just kind of trash, and I've done all I need to do with the trash. So you can set loot filtering to say, only show me rare and above. Um, the stuff will still drop, but it's not going to be there in your face trying to make you pick it up or you know 
deal with it. It just will only show you the classification of, of gear you want. And that includes people that are like super way end game and all they want to see is like really legendary stuff. It'll only show that when it drops. Um, you can also have that be, I only want to see ranged weapons or I only want to see two handed swords or I only want to see like this big comprehensive sort of loot thing that lets you decide what loot you see and what loot you don't see. Um, which is really helpful later in the game because yeah. you you just it's all garbage some of the lower stuff so it's like what's the point but it's still you know it's still rolling those numbers so just some nice stuff like that does some things you know I would in terms of complexity I would stick this somewhere between Diablo and uh, Path of Exile Path of Exile is ridiculously overly complicated in terms of its class structure stuff and this is a, a, a big size pullback from that but it's not simplistic the way you might look at the rune system in diablo so it's it's just fits this really nice little middle niche it's got like i said that legacy of um titan quest and you can feel that here um i think it looks really great i happen to like the look of it it feels like uh i don't know it's hard to explain like there's in some ways it's your traditional fantasy world but then there's also like oil barrels laying around and so you kind of get the feeling you're in a place that used to be a different kind of society. And now it's a, you know, it's kind of trying to figure out what it is. It's in some ways it's like an old Western. And then, you know, one of those expansions lets you go to the, uh, you know, the act two equivalent of, uh, you know, deserts and kind of the Arabian sort of vibe. Uh, there's, there's stuff kind of like that, although kind of their take on it, a lot of culty stuff. Um, it's just rad. It's a cool game. You will burn yeah. many hours in it. I mean, that's what I did and this David, week. David on Steam gave it a thumbs up and says, can see your legs. Yeah. You can oh, see your legs. You that's true. I don't know why you would write that, but yes, you can. Uh, is it, can you see your, like, is leggings a reflected inventory slot? Because that is something that in, like, Diablo 2 is not the case. Like, only your chest armor is reflected on your body. Uh, no, you know. it might be. He didn't no, really he, expound. He didn't expound, but that's probably what he means. You can see everything. You, well, all your gears represented. Yeah, it's too late. I've seen everything. I've seen <laughs> um, but it's just, I don't know, man. It really held my attention all week, and it has since it came out. It's just a good game. It's newer than Diablo 3, so it's not like you're playing some ancient game. Okay. Um, but it, you know. I'm thinking about it. It's installed, and now I'm thinking about getting the DLC because... I didn't pay for the game, so I think you gave it to me, so it was fine. Yeah, and the class multiplayer as well, if you wanted to do. Oh yeah, there's totally co-op and stuff. I'd I'd play that with you, but it's it's pretty good. The only complaint I have, I've only one single complaint, and that is that um, while you can respec your your class stuff anytime you want, you have to go to a person to do it. But you but you can do that. Um, any point you put into your basic statistics, like uh your um physique your i forget what they are now um like attributes your attributes yeah your attribute points which are it it does like diablo 2 style attribute points once those are locked in those are locked um i think there's a way to to undo them once but it's a rare item that you have to find in some dungeon but some people really like that kind of idea of like well if i'm going to do it i'm going to earn it you know sort of thing but um, but that doesn't matter that much because mostly you mostly build your character out the way you would play style any of these characters. And it's not like you're going to suddenly go, I'm done playing this huge brawler. I'm now going to play a little wimpy guy and I need more physique or whatever. It just doesn't do that. It's really cool. Game's rad. I like it. Yeah, this might be the antidote to things. I'm going to try and make some time for it. And I'm going to argue, even though it launched in really great shape, 
it it's not unlike No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, you know, had a problem when they launched, but this launched in 2016, and these guys have stuck to it and updated it and cranked on it ever since. Like they did, this was not them make a game, put it out, and then abandon it. Like they were serious about it, and you can tell it's it's real good, quality piece of work. And the map rotates, John. Ooh. 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 Yeah, which can be confusing sometimes. Anyway. Well, when you want to see the Grim done, you got to <laughs> I also played, and this is where things get a little weird. I didn't expect to do this. Um, one of my nephews got a copy of Diablo 2 Resurrected on his Xbox. And so I thought, hey, I'll play with my nephew a little bit. So I'm going to grab that too. So I did. And I've been playing Diablo 2 Resurrected on the on the Xbox. And I also played it, but not on the Xbox. Well, let's talk about that game for a minute. Um, okay. It looks good. looks great. I love yeah. how it looks. Absolutely in love with it, especially when you can switch back and forth and remind yourself about how it used to look. It is breathtaking how much better it looks <laughs> now. Um, my biggest problem with D2 Resurrected is that it's still... Diablo 2. Now, that isn't to say it's not one of the greatest games ever made, because it is. And without it, I don't even know what the action RPG world looks like. I mean, it's it's crucial to the history of video games. But we've come a long way with some ideas. <laughs> and one of them is not having freaking surfboard-sized runes inside your inventory all day just to give you a little stat bonus or a thousand other little things. I forgot. Potions don't stack at all. They take. No, you have to put them on your belt, slot. and belt slot is a value to a belt slot. Yes. You know like how many rows it gives you. Let me say that better in a way that makes sense. How many rows a belt gives you is another one of the things that you judge quality of belt on. It's not just how much armor does this give me. It's, oh, it gives me room for this many potions on the belt as well. Yeah, and it's from a t- an era in gaming where making those things a little frustrating was part of the game and in the enjoyment. I don't think people are in the mood for that anymore. So I think some of that stuff does not age very well yet. It's in there and you might say, well, Scott, aren't there some quality of life things? Yeah. They let you, you know, walk over money instead of picking it up um, and having it just suck into your, into your inventory. Uh, You have to turn that on, but that's a thing in there. Um, You know, certainly graphically everything looks better. And I think the, you know, the care they've taken to keep it the old game it is, but make it feel like something kind of new is really remarkable. But at the end of the day, I feel like I'm, I'm hindered by things that I just don't think are fun anymore. Like, I don't think it's fun balancing all those health potions. I just, you know, it kind of drives me crazy. Whereas Grim Dawn does something right in the middle. They have health potions, um, instead of a cooldown-based one like Diablo 3, they've got health potions in quantity, but you find so many that I've got like, I, I think a stack of 180 or something. And I'm never, I never have to buy them. I'm never running out. And it's a single stack in my inventory. One little square has all 100 whatever. These are little things, but they add up and they make for a more enjoyable experience. Whereas Diablo 2 is still sort of stuck with some ideas that just, you know, we hadn't improved on them yet. And Can you turn on damage numbers in D2? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I haven't tried. Cause I almost bought it today because I was like, oh, there's a Blizzard sale. Maybe I can get D2R. I bought the Nova missions and StarCraft 2. Yeah. But um, I, I saw that I was like watching gameplay. I'm like, 
is it worth going back? And then I didn't see damage numbers, and I was like, you know what? Some some stuff's better left in the past. I don't remember if it does. I'm going to say no, because I don't think the core game ever did, so I don't think they replicate that. As far yeah, as like I loved it back no. in the day. Yeah, I loved it back in the day, but I'm like, I can't do it in 2022, man. Numbers, like, we've moved on. Yeah, and part of the, part has, of the does problem... Does that bother you at all? Or are you The numbers don't bother me, but what does bother me is kind of related to what you're saying, and that is that the the game is beautiful in its new presentation and it makes it feel more, I feel more janky because I'm still playing mechanically what existed 20 years ago and it doesn't exactly twist my chain anymore the way it used to. So I think it landed a little better for me, but I, I did have a similar experience. Like there was a part of me that was a little frustrated by, you know, like I started putting my, you know, I started building up my character and picking my abilities from the talent tree. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like mapping abilities. It's not like, Oh, you've got your, you know, Q W E R or your one, two, three, four buttons assigned to this. Like by default, like you really have to like think about your abilities in a different way. And it made me just start picking passive abilities. Yeah. Like just, I'll just enhance my character's passives. Cause I can't be bothered trying to figure out how I want to map this and how all that is supposed to work. And it made me realize how frustrating that is. So there's still some stuff in there that I was like, man, I wish this could be a bit more modern. And there even is an option where like, you can key map things to a more modern sensibility. Like I think my potions are on Q W E R. Um, so there, there is elements of that, but, um, at the same time, I do wish that they took those options a little further, uh, especially because if you're, especially if you're going to play offline, like I understand online has ladders and leaderboards and stuff like that. You probably want to keep it a more set experience for those people. But I think if you're playing offline, especially with a game this old, like I, I feel like that should give you carte blanche to just kind of go crazy with what you throw into it. Mm-hmm. As long as somebody can replicate the authentic experience, if that's what they want, I don't see any reason why you can't put in a toggle that allows for infinite stamina because the stamina system in Diablo 2 is just stupid. It's, wor- it's like, the worst. I hate it. Yeah. I, I don't like it at all. It's yeah. it's just a pain in the butt. So, um, but I, I think overall I had a good experience with it when I finally kind of landed in this headspace of like, no, this was a slower experience. Like, yes, everything has become quicker and it moves faster and more kinetic and like, Hey, we removed this weird barrier between you doing X and you doing Y, um, you know, you don't have to drag potions onto your belt and prep in town. Like it's all fast. Just get your stuff and go, get your stuff and go. Yeah. But I was able to kind of get myself back in that older headspace of like, no, it's slow. Like you go to town, you're going to, you're not in town for two seconds. And then you race back out. You go to town, you prep, you put your potions on your belt, you get ready to go out adventuring, you take your time, you walk, you don't run necessarily, and then you don't have to worry about the stupid stamina system. And I got myself into a headspace that made more sense for the game, and I started having a lot more fun with it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I do think that there are elements there. Also, I found out that I could just click a button on my mouse and it would, it would toggle between running and walking. And for some reason, that one thing alone made the stamina system thing feel better. Cause mm. I was like, well, at least now I can quick switch between walking and running and that feels okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think we're used to after so many years of 
Diablo three and path of exile and stuff like that of this like pace that is a lot faster and gameplay experience and loop and curve, whatever you want to call it. That's a lot quicker that going back to this does feel a little bit like walking instead of running. Um, but I think if you are kind of down for that, it was a really fun experience. I yeah, had with it. I, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I agree mostly. I, I, I wish they would have gone a little further to just add some options. That's all. Like you yeah. don't have to yeah, use them. I'm with you. And that. if you're a purist Diablo two player and you're like, I don't want any of those options. I want to play it the way it was intended. Great. I think you should have that option and I'm glad they did it, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt if this thing had some options in there that just said, Hey, do you want to, I don't know, maybe your potion stack, maybe the one charm, and your bag doesn't take up all the space. And so you're arguing with your bag constantly. Like there's just some balanced stuff there that we've, I just think we've gotten better at in these games since then. And, um, you know, nostalgia aside, it, it's, I think that would improve how the game plays, but you know, I don't want to say this is a bad experience cause it's not, it's not even close to bad. It's actually, you know, a reminder how rad Diablo was. And I love the tone of it. And I'm excited that four feels, you know, kind of like a return to this look and feel, um, so yeah, I'm not, you know, I can't complain about that. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I was, well, I do know what I was expecting and I guess I'm getting right about what I expected because I played a ton of two back in the day Yeah. and now I'm, you know, playing it again and kind of going, oh yeah, we've, we don't do that anymore. Do we? Oh yeah, this <laughs> thing, we don't do that anymore. Games aren't like that. Yeah, yeah. I got hit by something that did slow down to your character and I was shocked at what slow down was considered slow in this game. Like yeah. no game in their right minds in this year would slow you down to the level that this game did. If you get fro like the cold effect placed on you, it becomes frustratingly unplayably slow. And you're just like, Oh, this doesn't is feel the good. worst. Yeah. It doesn't they feel don't good. do that anymore. Like uh, it's funny, like Diablo three, like slowing somebody uh, like almost slows you to Diablo two fast or normal. Like, right. <laughs> it's shocking how different it is as far as pace. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, some people that's going to be fine. That's going to be their jam that, you know, they, they like it. And some people that's going to be a bridge too far for them. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's just going to vary. I will uh, to speak to controller control real quick here. It does control extremely well with a controller. Um, someone in the chat says infinitely better than keyboard and mouse. And I don't know about that, but I do, I do really like what they did uh, for controller support, which is where I'm playing it. And, um, you know, like toggling for your sprint, you do it with left analog stick click, just click and you're running, um, or click and you're not running or whatever. So there's a lot of really simple stuff there. I think everything maps really well. Um, if you're, if you're considering getting this for a console, you could do a lot worse. It it plays really well. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Diablo two resurrected everybody. It took us a year, but we're playing it. Um, I also played a bunch of Diablo (laughs) three. Partly because yep. it's partly Bo's fault and partly the fault of I forgot somebody had gifted me a code on uh, the Series X for a copy of this thing. And oh, so nice. I just thought, you know what? I'm in controller mood right now. I, why don't I just fire that up and we'll see what the comparison is. And they even sell a version of the Diablo complete package where you get resurrected uh, with everything it comes with three and everything it comes with, including the necro and all that. There's like a whole package for like 60 bucks, but this was all on sale during this recent summer sale. Everybody's having, and I got it for like 19 or something as a standalone. 
um, for, for, for resurrected that is. And I already own this. So I was like, well, I'm just going to fire this up. So downloaded it, fired it up. And Diablo three is still really great. It's great. In fact, playing resurrected helped me appreciate <laughs> three again, even though I've played three to death, even last week on the show, I said, I played so much of three. I, they have nothing left to show me, but when I play with a controller, at least my interface is different. And so it's like, oh yeah, okay. I'm getting into a groove here and I'm having a good time. So I'm playing a Necro and, you know, doing a season and I don't know how long I'll play, but I'm, I, I really like Diablo. It's great. Yeah, I played a bit last weekend. I got up to my ancient item, like Rift, Raider Rift level 70. Yeah. My ancient primal. Man, you do that fast. I think that, that's a cap point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's when you start getting into full ancient primals. Like, that's when the real grind begins as you try to grind up your greater rift levels and compete yeah. on a leaderboard. But I think I'm out. I think I'm done. That's when you. That's that's when you check out, though, right? That or that or you do a whole new character the next season. There's but just so be- many games to play. Like it was part yeah. of the problem. I had a real. We can get. It, we'll talk about it in my section. But I've had a real hard time settling on something to play. Yeah, this week has been weird that way for me. And I just had nothing but like a nonstop itch for action RPGs. So I've been playing back and forth and still got into Lost Epoch a little bit. Or Last. I keep saying Lost. Um, And then these two games and freaking Grim Dawn. It's a little bit weird. So to freshen things up, I played Fall Guys. Okay. Hmm, yeah. That's different. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely different. Those little bean dudes running to the uh-huh. end, trying to be the last one to win. Well, that thing came out in uh, free-to-play format on everything last week. Hmm. So Switch and consoles and PC and everything else. And it's all cross-play, cross-save, cross-everything. And that is a dumb good time. <laughs> How many times did you say the word shit while playing? Oh, that? many times I said shit. <laughs> um, although I won my first ever game. Uh, all the way to the end, I took first place for the first time ever yesterday on my three, on my, uh, my my Xbox. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I finally did this! I'm 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 like one of the cool kids now." I figured this hey, damn you thing out. Get yourself a crown. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, and I uh, enjoyed it enough that I played a bunch of other maps, and I did pretty well most of the time. I would always end up in the last, you know, final ten at least. And um, it's really polished and come a long way. I haven't played it since back in the day when it was a pay for game. And I, I had a code on steam, I guess it was at the time, but now that Epic owns it, they put it everywhere and it's free to play in a pretty fun, dumb time. Like if you're just looking for just like, I need, I just need some dumb, good time in my life. This game is pretty good for that. So anyway, fall guys still, still fun. Um, I also got raft cause John recommended it and it was on sale. Yep, I did. Yeah, and uh, so I downloaded Raft. I've barely cracked it open, so I have very little playtime. I can already tell I'm going to like it, though. And yeah, I, it's yeah. it's got kind of a a Wind Waker feel to it, like mm-hmm. but with like it doesn't play like Wind Waker at all. No, but like it's a survival game, but it hit that or it scratched that same itch for me of the like I'm out in this big vast sea and then you see an island and just being excited about okay what's on that island. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it and it sticks to that vibe really well. I'm always like feeling like I'm exploring in a cool way. It's mystery. It's like is that a island coming up and it's the middle of the night, you're not sure you're going to reach it. You haven't built your oar yet or your thing, so you're not really aimed the right way. Should I swim over there? Oh, I don't have an anchor, blah blah blah. Maybe V Rising has helped me get in the mood for this some. I don't know. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah. played around in there a bit, and it's pretty neat. I think Raft is cool and is uh, worthy of the accolades it's received. So now that it's out of early access, it just seemed like a good time to get into it. So, so I fired that up. I will play that more and talk more about it later. I'm and, excited to hear you play more of it because there there comes a point where it becomes less about survival and it depends on what mode you play to, like what options you turn on and off. And we talked a little bit about this, about, you know, I'm just not a fan of the shark mechanic yeah. in general. Like yeah. the shark kind of bugs me. Yeah. Um, but there does get to be a point where you've got enough built and enough established in the raft where it's less about like, oh, these are the things I need to build or I need to do. And it just kind of becomes this like build a cool like kind of wasteland survival boat. Yeah. And you just wind up with a boat that looks like it's straight out of Waterworld. <laughs> yeah. And I think when you get to that point and you're like just decorating this boat, it, I think you're going to be really excited about it. It's just going to be like, oh, man, look at this rad boat. I got my janky little sail that looks like bike pedals uh just mm-hmm. to turn a piece of cloth around and i i think you're gonna really end up yeah so far i'm really enjoying it. it just the little bit i've done um i did fire up two modes one with the shark one without the shark or one where the shark's just peaceful i think that's yeah. probably how i'll play because i just think the shark thing is annoying um, I know some people are going to balk at that, but I don't care. I'm freaking turn off the shark. I don't care. He's still yeah, s- I, I don't mind. I like, I kind of wish there were more options to it because it's like, it's not that I a hundred percent hate the shark. It's there's a part of me that loves to go on islands and explore Yeah, and the shark will still eat your raft while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah. While you're gone. It's just lame. Yeah. And it just, and you, it, it, there are things you, you can bring do the raft with. on shore. No, it just floats out there. You have to you have to, have to put to an anchor. anchor. But you can put things that keep the um that protect your boat. Like you can put metal edges on the side to keep, you know, the shark from being able to get it. And you can put things that mm-hmm. repel the shark and stuff like that. So there are things you can do, but it just it delays the part of the game that I find fun. And so there's a part of me that wishes there was like kind of a middle ground where like, uh, the shark will be a threat in certain situations. But if you're off the raft doing something else, like on an Island, he'll just leave you alone. Cause there's nothing worse than going exploring the Island, coming back to your raft and half of it's been eaten. Yeah. That sucks. I don't want to play that way. But I do or, want to or make- you watch it go in two different. This happened to me where <laughs> you look and you're like, that looks like a piece of my raft and it's going one way. And then I looked over, I'm like, Oh, there's the other piece and it's going the other way around opposite ends of the Island. I was like, I guess I got to pick which part of the boat I liked better and go save it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's uh, weird that way. I, I really enjoy, I, I think anyway, cause again, I'm early, but I think I really enjoy the gathering and the, okay, I got enough stuff. I can build a, a stove here. So this, you know, I can make better food and, um, I got a crate and it was full of meat. Oh, sweet. I can cook that meat. Like, growing that stuff out, making a bigger boat, going full water world with it. Totally my jam. Dealing with a shark every five minutes for no random reasons other than there's a shark in the water. F that. (laughs) I don't want to deal with the shark anymore. I'm done with him. So that's how I'm going to play. In fact, I have. That's why I've started a new game. I'm going to play that way. There is a creative mode. So if some of you are out there like, I don't even want to deal with hunger or thirst. Good news. You can just build shit. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my big thing is I think I do want the survival game. I just I just want less shark. And there is an option for no shark. Um Yeah. So that's what I end up doing, but I would settle for less shark. I did yeah, I did you, the you'd no prefer shark. prefer to have a shark slider. 
yeah, yeah. shark slider is better than than what the on and off but i for now it's off until they give me a slider so there you go can you kill the shark eventually I don't know. Can you? It's like the trolls in Valheim are, are are annoying, but until you can, you know, know how to dispatch them and have good gear, and then the trolls are like, "Come here, I'm gonna smack you in your nuts a couple times, and you'll die." Because <laughs> they're really tall, so you hit them in the nuts. You basically. hit me in the nuts once, and I'm down. So that's how that works. Yeah, but uh, the trolls are like super rough uh, early on in that game. They destroy your base, but then you then you overcome them. So maybe the shark. Maybe you get a shark spear, mm-hmm. a harpoon. There you go. You do get a spear. Like that is how you get them to stop attacking your boat for a while. We have to build one. So, but, yeah. yeah, there's there's little things you can put like you can like put chum in the water. So he'll go do things elsewhere for a while. And I think that mm-hmm. has upgrades. But I think he might be a part of the game forever. Like, yeah, I think you just always have always to worry about a shark. Well, like, I, I guess the loop in a lot of these survival games is these things are super hard and then eventually you master them, you know, like that's sort of, mm-hmm. but I don't know if rafts like that. I just, sometimes early on you might get discouraged, but actually there's a solution depending on the game design in the ones yeah. I've played. There's a solution to a, like an automation solution or just an, a power solution to the things that really frustrate you early on one of the things yeah, and this game definitely has stuff like that like if you don't like fishing stuff out with a hook you can put stuff on your boat that will automatically pick like oh really that's good news because that's why i would never play this game (laughs) (laughs) so fishing there's uh there's lots of things you can do to automate it including the shark like i said you can reinforce the sides which makes it a lot harder for him to get in you can put i think you can put like spikes on the side and then he won't attack certain sides of the boat uh you can chum the water if he comes up you can spear him like there's lots of things you can do i just some of it is later tech and uh the stuff that i find fun is all kind of in the earlier stages of it so uh i just play with him neutral and he just becomes my water friend yeah and by the way when he's neutral you can just jump in the water and grab stuff you don't have to hook at all um if you're you're like oh right over there is like four barrels and i'm I'm just going to jump in and grab them and then go back. You don't never had to hook any of that. Um, but if you had the shark there, you'd have this constant threat. So, you know, the fishing part you would have to not hardly ever do if you turn off the, turn off that. Although, uh, you know, despite fear that this might be misquoted or misunderstood, there is a difference in this game between fishing and hooking. Yeah. Fishing and hooking are two very different things. Catfishing is also a third different thing. I feel like we're talking about TikTokers now, all this stuff. Yes. Catfishing, uh, hooking. <laughs> anyway, it's cool. Raft is cool. It's a neat concept, and I'm glad they made it, and I'm going to keep messing with that. I got it for like 13 bucks. It was stupid on sale, so there's that. Um, okay. Oh, and some V-Rising. I played a bunch of that. I actually think V-Rising is responsible for me um, jumping over to all these freaking action RPGs because on the one hand... You play V Rising, you're like, oh, it's kind of like Diablo, except with all this, like, you know, build stuff and survive stuff and it's item level stuff and all that. But it's kind of Diablo in a lot of ways. And, and it is. But you play it long enough, you're like, yeah, I, I could go play Diablo a little bit too. You know, like you just kind of cave and play Diablo. I don't know. It's a weird, I'm having a weird relationship with that game, but um, still playing that. Check no, that. I've said that. Like, I, I, I want like future content for this to be like, can I just go fight in a level? <laughs> yeah. You know, can I, can I, can you give me daily objectives or something like dungeons? Yeah. I would like that a lot. 
the yeah. the fights end up being such standoffs. It would be nice if you could go into like um, a cave full of of iron, and part of getting that iron is just wiping out all the stuff in there, but doing it in a more methodical kind of just get through there kind of way. I don't know. It's yeah, hard like to explain. A, a gauntlet of fighting. You know? Yeah, like there you go. Make it, make, don't make it so that I'm thinking about doing farming and stuff. Like I just go and my activity here is to face a series of combat challenges. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool though. The game continues to be neat. All right, John. Uh, how's about you guys tell me how, how are we doing with TMNT Shredder's Revenge? How's that going? Mm, cowabunga, dude. Great. <laughs> it's <laughs> radical. <laughs> Yeah. So tell me what. what so do you guys want to get into the whole thing where you tried to crossplay and it wouldn't work, and what you ended up having to? Yeah. Do so we spent an hour. I streamed it. So it's. I think it's still available on video. Uh, an hour of me not being able to get multiplayer to work. It was so long. Crofton and I started at eight thirty. John joined at nine forty, and I was still troubleshooting. <laughs> yeah, I was and worried was, they were going to be halfway through the game by the time I got there because I I was driving home. And I got the Discord call, and I was like, oh, I've still got so much to do before I'm ready to to play with these guys. And I, I got the Discord call to my phone. And I was like, man, they're going to be like halfway through this game without me. I'm sad. I wanted to be a part of it from the beginning, and I felt really bad. And I finished the drive home, did a bunch of stuff, watched the baby for a while, and then finally got him settled and was like, all right, I'll, I'll go. Let's see where they're at. And I joined, and Bo's like, yeah, we haven't played yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what it was. It was just getting cross-play working. So I bought it on Steam because I'm like, I like Steam. I'll give the developers money. Okay. Everyone's like, I'm getting it free on Game Pass. And I'm like, and of course it didn't work, right? It was all good until it just didn't work. The cross-play so, long part. story short, yeah, yeah, like I had to get in. So apparently it synced in with Epic. So I connected my Epic account, and then I connected my Epic to my Xbox account. I tried everything. They have all my data now, by the way. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, what I did was I bought it on the Xbox app because I don't need Game Pass. So I bought the game on Xbox and I requested a refund on Steam. And my reason was like, crossplay does not work. We'll buy on Xbox. <laughs> give me a refund. And they did. And they, they eventually did give me the refund. So that was nice. Yeah. And then we were, we were, the solution to the tech problem was just to buy it on Xbox. Like, do not buy this on any other platforms if you want to play with people. Um, it supposedly works, but you know the Discord was pretty silent. There's not a lot of information, and this is not the kind of game I'm playing every day for the next month. So it's not like I'm going to check Reddit every day to see if the devs responded. You know, I'm just like, uh, so buy it on Xbox. Sure, you know? sure, sure. But good game though, yeah. Like I've heard nothing. But so good things. up to six players, man. We had four. We had Ryan Murphy, Crofton, and John, myself, and it felt like oh, I wish we had two more people here. Yeah, because it's a real it's a real party. Like there's lots of stuff going on the screen. Um, you can high five each other. You can heal each other. You can taunt. You can fail to res friends because you don't know what button it is. That happened a hell of a whole lot. Yeah. You can find out that taunting increases your energy meter and not tell your friends until like <laughs> okay, the that one through. is what I'm guilty like, of. Like up to this <laughs> point, Bo's been laying out some sins about co-op gameplays. Like you can press the wrong button for revival, and I'm like, yeah, Crofton, not no. Yeah, Cro <laughs> Crofton does people. not know how to <laughs> revive people. <laughs> he just dances in front of them. But then Bo says you can learn that taunting increases your energy and not tell your friends. That was a hundred percent me. I discovered, granted, very late. Yeah. Uh, that oh, if yeah. you and do you your take all the power pizzas. If you do your taunt 
uh, it gives you energy for special attacks. And so it wasn't until we were on like the final boss that uh, they were like, hey, why do you keep taunting? Because like every free moment I got, I'm over there as Leonardo just crossing my swords and being like, <laughs> hi And everyone and finally Bo's like, what are you doing? And I was like, uh... Uh, you know just taunting and then i think it was crofton pointed out he's like oh you get energy from doing the taunt and i was like really and i was like yeah i gotta admit i knew that i just didn't want to tell anybody because i wanted to do well in the game oh yeah they were super dicks to me there's all kinds of moves and i wanted to study them for 10 minutes and no one wanted to let me study the move list yeah you just gotta keep yeah, it i might, I might have learned that if i had a chance to study the, the move list but who played april who played april anybody or no nobody no, I, I was wanted no. to play april i got voted because i'm like how can we play tmnt and not have all the turtles yeah yeah that so was, was the like, logic fine. so we had four people there are four primary ninja turtles Bo was gonna play april and the, the question was floated by me, uh, you know, hey, how can we have four people for the Ninja Turtles game and not everybody plays as a turtle? And Bo decided to go along with that. And uh, for revenge, he so, killed all my important NPCs in D&D. So let that be a lesson no, to you. No, that's not what happened. That under no circumstances, if your DM says he wants to play April O'Neil, you let them play April O'Neil or he will get horrible <laughs> revenge on you. That's that's not what happened. They were completely unconnected. I blame Scott. If Scott would have been there, I could have been April. I tried. I had stuff. I had stupid family crap I had to go to. I would have. Yeah, well, you know, I would have been there. Uh, you could have just told him it's TMNT guys. I, like, I should have said it. I'm sure my father-in-law. Like, it's a wedding. Yeah. Like I know, but turtles. Yeah, turtle turtles, time. everybody. That's what I kept telling my wife. I was like, "Hey, can you watch the baby? Because turtle time." Yeah. And she was like, "Yes, you can go have turtle time." Go have turtle. She time. said to me before I went in there, "I could have turtle time." Because you like turtles, yeah. Yeah, I love I love turtles. Uh, so wait a minute though. Six. So I played a bit. Um, not when you guys were on. It was just, I did download it because I was thinking if I get back in time, I'm going to play with those guys. I never did, but I ended up playing some just just single player. And I'm a little impressed with how the game uh, looks like a new game, but feels like it's 1992. And, and, and yeah. in the best possible way, like it's it's really great. Um, and I didn't play with a bunch of people, so I don't even have that experience yet. But just the feeling of moving through boards, punching dudes, uh, you know, special moves, throws, all that stuff just took me back to Turtles in Time. But it also looks great, like just a great looking modern pixelated thing. And I'm super impressed with it. I think it's good. Yeah, it looks great, plays smooth, but retains that classic feel. Yeah. And uh record for the shortest cinematics ever. <laughs> like every level it's like they have a cinematic. skip button to skip the cinematics, but you have to hold the button down and I swear holding the button down to skip the cinematic takes almost as long as the cinematic itself. <laughs> like it's so short. Yeah. I don't know I don't know why it's even there, but yeah. uh no, it was a fun time. We got through the entire game in one sitting, which feels right for this kind of arcade style game. Like you want to be able to say, hey, we're going to sit down. We're going to play through it. We unlock Casey Jones. So the next time we uh, play through the game, there can be a battle over who's Casey Jones. Sure. Uh, I did play as him. He's very fun. Yeah. Um, so it, it's good. It's very, very good. Um, I think it is a perfect fit for Game Pass uh, because it is a game where I don't think I would have buyer's remorse for it. It's not a $60 game or anything like that to begin with, but like 
it definitely is the kind of thing that you just want to tell your friends, hey, let's get on and play this game. I agree. Yeah. This is a good get for that. And I don't think we knew until it launched, right? Like that was kind of a surprise drop-ish. Yeah, I think we found out pretty pretty late yeah. to like it coming out. Yeah, which is a bit of a surprise. Here's John when he asked his wife if he could go play it. I like turtles. She said, okay, yep. fine. Go ahead. That's what move. I said. She said, all right, you can go do it. Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy uh, remake integrate. I watched you stream a bunch of this on your test stream. Um, yeah, so I, I had to get things going. I decided to play a little fun. That came out on Steam. I got it on Steam. So now yeah. I have a PC version of the game. And uh, I, so I, I have did to, this too, by the way. Oh, you did? I have to eat a little crow yeah. with Final Fantasy Ooh, eat VII. some crow. Let's hear it. So when we first talked about this game, uh, you know, Bo and I talked a lot about it because we both played it on the PS4. And I said pretty strongly back at that time that I did not like the combat system. I ended up setting the game on easy so I could just button mash X my way to victory uh, because I didn't think like I know a lot of people love it, but I didn't think this new modern Final Fantasy control scheme was for me and that I kind of hated it. Yeah. Uh, I still like turn-based. Like I still am definitely old man about this. Like I, there's something to be said about the turn-based. Take your time, pick your move. That I still appreciate and love, and will always, in my opinion, be what I wish RPGs were. Yeah. But on this new playthrough, I wanted to at least change it up a little bit, get something of a new experience, and I decided to kind of force myself to learn the combat system and how to play it properly rather than just button mash and i spent some time with it and i have to take it back like i still prefer turn-based but this game's combat system is super cool and it's super fun and i didn't get it before it hadn't clicked properly and now it's falling into that right rhythm of combat encounters feel like a little puzzle to solve of using your characters and your abilities and everything um tactically and I think it's a lot of fun. And I had a I had a really great time. It was really it. fun so, watching you play. I could tell it was it was pretty good. Um, it looks great. The game's yes. beautiful. My gosh, it's it, it's uh, this is one of the best showpieces for gaming. I think that exists. Like, uh, so I bought it again too. I it went on sale on Steam the day it went on sale on Steam. I bought it full price. Everything, no regrets. And. It just felt so good to be back in. The main reason I bought it was just to listen to the music. <laughs> it's like one of the most iconic, if not best soundtracks for a video game of all time. Like A to Z, not just like a good song. Like A to Z, the entire musical is um, iconic and beautiful. And uh, so anyways, yeah. Um I watched John play a little bit too because we played through the same sections and I was just like, oh, this game's so good. Yeah. It is. This game's so good. I'm glad you're playing it on a harder mode. It's like, it's not the most challenging game ever, but like the animations are so like, like look at the way, like nobody fights like that with like freaking sword that does sparks. It's so over the top. It's just, it and it just feels great to do and yeah and the sparks and lighting effects in this game and explosions like this game just has style and it feels great and it looks great and staggering opponents feels good and getting good counters while in the punish mode is good like it does so much so well and i 
I'm going to tell you, Scott, like this is one to jump on. It's on sale right now. Although yeah. I will say this, it's on sale to basically be what a reasonably priced PC <laughs> game of a game that's been out for a while is, yeah. is what the sale price <laughs> yeah, is. It's like normal. Retail. But that does mean that it's going to go back to its severely marked up price that it is right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth picking up. Like this game is really good. Having played through the um, PlayStation version, the original version, Recently, I'm gaining a much deeper appreciation for where this game's different, where this game's the same, where it's expanded, tweaks to the story. You know, the original Final Fantasy VII doesn't dwell a lot on the fact that you're basically eco-terrorists blowing up buildings and stuff. Yeah, like, you're Greenpeace. Like, it it doesn't really dwell on it. And this game's a little more willing to be like, hey, we killed people. (laughs) You know, like, we didn't, we didn't, necessarily do a great thing but we did it for good reasons and you know what do you think about that and uh i really really like it and it it is a is a fantastic game i was thinking of streaming through all of this it's at one point but i've been having so much fun with it i've been playing it on my off time too so i don't know maybe one day i will stream it all again but uh this game's just fun and the environments and the setting are just like it hits a mood between like Bo said music and all of that as well. Like there's a, there's a part where you go through a town like late at night and it's just like kind of the upper like middle class. I I don't want to say slums because you're definitely in the slums at one point. You're kind of in the middle class residential and just the atmosphere of it is unlike anything else in another video game. The mix of the music and the look and the feel uh, this game is just fantastic. So is it this thing you're talking about? This uh... you're not talking. That's about that. one of the songs. Yeah, that's, that, but that's, it, that's an yeah. that's in every Final Fantasy. That's, you know. It's very nice, very orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. But that, the, the that song's in all of them, of though, right? Good. Yeah, yeah I think that one's is. in all of them. Yeah, like that. That's the one song that's common, but it's a good version of it for sure. How about this? But, uh, um, this no, the Midgar Midgar City of Mako song. Mako Reactor is a great one. Um, those who f- are fight further, like all of any, pick anyone. They're all good. Any yeah, there's last one. Here's Mako Reactor. Yeah. I might have to just get this game. My soundtrack, it, I mean, get if it. you were to say, like, Bo, pick a soundtrack, the one soundtrack on an island you'll ever listen to again, video game-wise, this is probably it. You know what's like, blowing? I think there's you know a few others I like, mind? but this, to me, is the most iconic video game soundtrack of all time. Do you remember the, the what was the animated short film called um, that they made with Cloud Well, Advent stuff? Children was the full movie. Not Advent Children. Well, wait. Was that the one with Cloud? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's okay. a full feature film. And it takes place after Final Fantasy. That's so. right. So I saw that and loved it back in the day. It was like, I don't remember, 07, 05, something. It's a while ago. It's an older one for sure. That I was just looking at footage from that. The game has better real-time rendering than that thing did. Yes. With post-rendering. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. And that's, that's why real, this that's game a, is that like, says holy a lot. shit. That says a lot because that was actually super rad in the day. Look, yeah. And like I know Hallmark movies aren't your thing, right? You're like I like Barry and the Boys and Mad Max and stuff, but <laughs> I'm telling you, you give yourself over to this game and you will be eyeballs deep in the will they won't they of between Cloud, Tifa, and Aerith, right? Yeah. You're gonna love them all. It's gonna it's gonna bring tears to your eyes, the melodrama. How about this I'm Jesse? Jesse looks like trouble. This makes this this makes grown men cry. Wow. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that for sure. And also, this is shockingly, it'll make you try and get the best dress possible when it comes to the um, the cross-dressing segment of the game. Wow. You get really into it. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. It's really pretty. That's the thing. That's the big takeaway for me is I can't believe how good it looks. I will say this does add Jesse to the mix. You were you were kind of mentioning Jesse there. Yeah. And like I, I will say this game really made me appreciate Jesse. Like she's kind of a I don't want to say a nothing character in original seven, but because I played remake first for yeah. the most part, and I only vaguely remembered Jesse, I was like, when I went back and played the original, I was like, oh, what an important character this is. <laughs> and like she's nothing in the original no, Final Fantasy no. Seven. Like she's barely in it. Yeah. She uh like there's nothing there's really nothing there. Like there's enough for you to go like, I know that character. Um and and just kind of be like, Yeah, I know the name when you know stuff gets real. Uh this game does so much with that character to like kind of make that character like a really interesting and tragic character like yeah that's true like i i played that game now going through a second time like knowing everywhere that that story goes and you know getting the background with her because you don't do anything interacting with her mom or her dad or any of that in the original and like getting to that stuff, knowing what was to come, I was just like, I just felt sad. The game just made me feel sad. And then I was excited because I was like, yeah, this game's making me feel things. What a good job this game does. Yeah. 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 Like there's, there's very few games that really move you emotionally. And this, the remake nails it. I think the original did that to me, but the remake even more because the graphics, melodra- you know, that anime melodrama really just like gets you, like that sensibility. Mm. Uh, it's so good, Scott. This is one of the. I should yeah, get like, it. It's someone in chat room saying, "Does the game end at a good spot?" This is a whole game. I know it's one third, but in the original Final Fantasy, you didn't get whole giant voice acted cutscenes that look incredible. Right. Like, like it's totally fine that this is a third of a game. I felt like I got a game experience out of it. I, I, I felt way more playing this one third of the game than all eighty hours of the original. Um, play it. You know, it's not the most challenging game. John's right. Like, you know, there's. You know, the combat is more of a spectacle than it is like a sincere attempt to make Into the Breach or some tactics game or some hard puzzle challenge. Totally fine with that. But it's some some of those bad guys you end up hating and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to kick that guy. I want to laser fight that guy. You know, you're like, yeah. you really get into it. It's super good. So and, I, um, I the think Final I'm, Fantasy big monsters look cool. I know? think I've been John about. Okay, so when I say that, I mean like your Grim Dawn thing or inside. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you get like these yeah, little yeah. things that bug you and you won't play it because of it? I think part of me is just so annoyed with how <laughs> Cloud is that archetype and typical version of that character that's like, I'm going to save I'm gonna save everyone, but I'm going to be broody and pissed while I do it. Yeah. There's something about that that makes me go, do I really want to be him? Do I want to play that? But I think but what he this has game a does that's, that's smart, because I found myself thinking this even the second time I've played it. And again, now I know Cloud and his journey a lot better. I should know better. But I was doing the same thing at the start when he's just being an asshole to everybody. And he's just like, whatever when people are talking to him i mean that's kind of the next protagonist thing but you know he just has this like he doesn't care attitude and he's kind of a dick to people but eventually it starts to grow on you in a weird sort of way so like there's a part i got to last night when i was just kind of playing by myself where 
he, because of his attitude, gets kicked out from celebrating with the rest of the group. And he goes outside and he finds this gang. And this this gang of people come up and they're like, hey, we're looking for somebody who's got a gun for an arm, you know? And he's like, maybe. Yeah. And he like they they think he's trying to get money out of them. So they're like, hey, come with us. You you clearly know something. We'll get you your money, but we want to go someplace private. So they're going there to, you know, kill him and get the information or be at least rough him up and get him get him the information. He's going along with it because he wants to find out what they want to know and to beat them up in return. Mm. And everybody's going there and everybody's trash talking along the way. And then they get there and these these four street toughs immediately pull knives and they're like yeah you're gonna tell us what's going on or we're gonna cut you and Cloud's just like i don't give a shit and just pulls out his sword and goes to fight him and i found myself going like this guy's so cool i like this guy so much he's so great yeah. like it grows on you and i think i don't think you're supposed to like him at the beginning but i think you're supposed to like warm up to him too in the same way these other characters do um over time and, he, and the way he, he does to them yeah he changes over time too right like he doesn't stay this whole way the whole these are characters that are insert in position a that end up in different positions by the end of the tale so you know did they say when the second one's way. coming did we get a date on that or a, uh 2023 okay so yeah. next year sometime yeah yeah so and development you, on three is happening but you, this is I, it's good on its own. Like if the, the rest don't get made, I'm still like, man, that was a fun game. I love, I love seeing everything remade, and it's top of the class storytelling. So let me ask you this: If I had the same exact amount of money and the game costs the same either way, and I PC or or my PlayStation, should I sit on my PC. butt in my PS5 and play P- it there? I think on the butt is like a little bit. Like it definitely looks good on a big TV. You got an 80 incher. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> 75. I mean, he does. He does have the PS5, so it's going to be you got the an 80 inch version. On a, it's going to yeah, be on 80 inch on 4K. Yeah, but it depends where you want to cry. Like, if your computer is better for your more intimate, you know, if, if the kids are around and you don't want your kids, or they're just being distracting, so you're not getting lost in the fantasy uh, of it and getting in the zone. You know, when you suspending your disbelief and you forget your person and you're swept up in a movie. Yeah. If you have a less personal experience on your couch, I wouldn't do it there, right? If people are playing Overwatch in the room are yelling like, get get on a resume, you know, and it's ruining your immersion, I'd say do PC if you okay. just have more personal personal space, space there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it plays real great. It looks real good, I mean, on PC, so. Yeah, I'd run it just fine here. Yeah. I was just but, like, to... it's a movie enough to be like, please watch this on a big TV. I mean. Kim might even watch you play. Like this is almost like a, if you've got a if you if you got that kind of relationship where your partner will watch yeah, she likes play some sometimes. games. Mm-hmm. She might actually get into the story maybe, you know, mm-hmm. and it's definitely like it has a romantic angle so I could actually see her potentially getting into it, although it's more it's more guy focused, it's more hetero male focused because the whole thing is the big part of it is like oh Tifa's so beautiful and, and loyal but Aerith is so lovely and charming and and uh, somewhat alien and and just the way they set up all the dramatic beats there's like that whole you know a comedy of errors but like a timing thing like oh you were with her and you're like no it's not like that you know and it's just these subtle not over the top things and i don't know it's, it's this super good. this game for me was a, a like it's always going to hold a special place in my heart because 
it was the first game I played when uh, I, my wife and I moved in together and the kids moved in with us. And it was a game that everybody liked watching. Mm. And so at that kind of like important stage where we're trying to feel like a family and everybody's feeling a little alien and foreign to each other a bit, it was this thing that everybody would sit down together and watch and, and play and like a common language around the house. And so it was like, I think the game is good for that. Like, I think it is a great game for people to sit around and watch. Um, it's what happened for me, obviously in a very special circumstance, but I think in general, it is the kind of game that like the characters are so big and easily understandable and all of that, that people just can come in at any moment, sit down and be like, Oh, I know who these characters are and kind of what they represent and what they do and get invested in whatever's going on on the screen. Mm. I think I'm going to, well, that makes me want to get it on PS five. Cause that's how, yeah. It, and that's, uh, that's one more thing. I did just reminded me, we don't know if there's going to be any sort of like mass effect, like things you did matter. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. really a game of like, big decisions or anything like that. Sure. But I am curious, like when the next one comes out, is there going to be an element of like, Hey, do you have a save from the previous game? Uh, or if it is going to wipe the slate clean, I don't know how that will work with PC and PS five. So if you did play it and you got really into it and you were looking forward to the sequel, you may be in a position where you're like, well, I, I either have to wait for it to come out on the PC now, or I get to continue right away oh, on the right. PS5. Good point. I have no idea. They haven't said anything about that, but that is. There aren't many choices, but the, there are a few choices that do like impact things. Yeah, but they're not super obvious. Like I think that first choice when you can either offer to give Aerith money or just reject the flower she gives has does something i think i think it's very minor but i think some of the choices do impact well if it ends up blowing my mind and i love it and i can't wait to play it again and if sony has another six month to year lock on release before the pc version then that would probably be smarter to go playstation 5 anyway right yeah because if you do fall in love with it and you need to play it day and date then yeah yeah like i'm probably have to buy a playstation 5 like for that reason (laughs) because you want to play it again i'm gonna want to play it right away it's it's i don't want to die and not play the latest final fantasy (laughs) i'm gonna just steal my parents so yeah that's true you just take theirs what are they even using it for what are they doing they aren't doing anything with it that's right it's just there as a mockery of my fandom of gaming yeah that's lame Tell your parents they can watch. They can get get them a Roku and trade them. That's what you should do. Just say here, here's how you can watch your programs, and just hand them a Roku, and then take that. PS5 well, you could do there. a switcheroo because there's that. Remember that we didn't do the story. I, I, I think I forgot to put it in the notes. Uh, but the guy who made the slim PS5. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But, yeah. You, but you could go to your grandparents' house, take the parts, put it in a Roku casing, and then put the Roku chip chips in the playstation 5 and they wouldn't they'd never know they would yeah. <laughs> never know yeah. yeah give them a ps4 for a while just let it sit there see if they notice they would notice though actually my Ch- parents are very like they wouldn't notice they would notice yeah they probably would happened. they would probably have but, to notice but check this out chat or yeah chat room this guy that little box down there's a little silver thing flat on this guy's desk he took his ps5 and crammed all the guts into this and that's and it's like cooled and I have runs to say great. that is a cool looking system. Like if that was what the slim PS5 looked like, I would want one immediately. I, would like, too. I think that thing looks awesome. I do too. And what I loved is you guys then found this article 
of the dude. I missed this entirely. The guy that made an Xbox Series X the size of a fridge, but not a fridge that looks like a Series X, like an actual Series yeah. X as big as a fridge, which I think is <laughs> almost it's as cool. funny that there's something in the atmosphere where one guy went small and the other console went big. And yeah. It's, it's all, yeah. <laughs> like, Weird. Yeah, and he could have gone either way. Our, it wasn't in our news, but I heard this week that for the first time ever, Xbox outsold PlayStation in Japan. Yeah, like that's crazy by a large amount. There, it's Sony is not happy about it. I think it's because there was on imagine. it was on the backs of some very popular Japanese game that is only on uh, Series X and S, and I can't remember the name. Shoot. Oh, they beat them at the exclusive game even. Something, yeah. yeah. Something like that. But yeah, that was crazy to hear that. I couldn't believe that. That was nuts. That was like when I, I remember, though, hearing the day that Sony overtook Nintendo in Japan years and years and forever ago. And I remember that being a big whoop. Um, but they've held that position for a long, long ass time and they'll probably get it back. You know, this. Ebbs oh, and flows, yeah, I but. think they will. I don't think this is going to be a permanent changing of the guard or anything. Yeah. But, you know, again, one of the weird advantages that Microsoft has is once you get into their ecosystem, you have a quick, easy access to a lot of things. And it makes a very strong case where, you know, you don't have to talk about buying the latest game. You just have it. So. It is a way to to convert people to get them in on one big title, and then all of a sudden it's in their homes, and they have access to a bunch of other stuff, and they're all. And it syncs with their PCs. If they're Windows PC users, then a lot of that stuff carries over to your PC as well, which is nice. You know, like yeah, there's a lot of benefits to being on the Xbox platform over PS at the but, moment. Yep, that's true. I still PS have to the steal ex- my parents' PS5. I did install. I did. In, I guess I told I you guys last week, or maybe I didn't. Um, but I I did buy the middle tier plus the new plus thing, and that's how I played oh, yeah? chorus oh, last oh. week and what else whatever else I played. Oh, that's why you told me you were sad it was uh, Final Fantasy wasn't on that list. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Um, yeah. I can play the freaking Death Stranding thing finally if I want. That's on there, but I haven't. Oh, I forgot to even write it on here. I played like three hours of um, Returnal. Uh, that game's oh, cool, yeah, man. That. Returnal's rad. That's a rad game. I really like the uh the guys, the House Martin or House Mark or whoever it is that makes those games. Um, I like all their games. I, they're usually things like you know Super Stardust HD or Resogun from the PS4. Those kind of you know particle heavy uh, kind of hey, we're going to compete with uh, Geometry Wars kind of efforts type games. And they're all very good, but this is this is a huge step ahead for them. It's basically a roguelike, but the just the level of like polish and bigness to the story and visuals and stuff. It's a that's a I need to play it more so I can have more formulated thoughts on it. But I think Returnal is very cool. I, I totally forgot. It's basically, to write like that a third person shooter, right? Yeah, and it's just fast and and I don't know what to compare it to except you know like Risk of Rain two. Or, um, what's another, what's another roguelike wave based kind of thing where the levels are all randomized when you go in for a run and if you die, you take some stuff back with you and you know, it's a roguelike in that regard. I mean, in some weird ways, it's like if you pull away all of the, uh, of the layers of it, it's kind of a basic structure, but the presentation and the, and the execution of, of the gameplay is really top notch. The weapons are rad. The uh, enemies are really cool. Um, that game's neat and that's on that middle tier. So totally, totally worth it for that. Um, I like it a lot. Returnal's neat. I'll play more of it and talk more about it later, but 
I think that maybe they announced that it's going to be coming to PC if it hasn't already. I think that may have. It was an exclusive at first, but I think it's coming to PC. Yeah, that might be a that might be a PC announcement. You're right, Uh, John. You also played Vampire Survivors because they had an update. Now you can play as a tree. How's that feel? (laughs) Yep, you can. Like I keep recommending this game because I still get people that are like, "Hey, John, what's a recommendation for a game?" And I can't stop recommending Vampire Survivors enough. Like every every week, there's a new update. It feels like for that game that I just it doesn't fill up my entire week. Uh, it's not something I play constantly, but there's a, usually a day or so within a given time where I just log in, get all the new achievements, try out the new modes, try out what they put in that game. They've put in some new heroes. There's a guy with a top hat, and he walks around just holding his top hat and telekinetically throwing objects at enemies. Yeah. Uh, but the big new secret uh, character is a tree, and it can't really move super fast. It moves extremely slowly, but you just build up these... Uh, you build up powers that basically wipe things out that they where they come to you and it kills them. Um, I did a full 30 minute run as a tree being able to barely move. <laughs> and it was a blast. I had a lot of fun and just playing as a stupid tree. And, uh, that game's just so cool. That game's so dumb, so fun. And just like getting in and seeing the new weird stuff they've put in that game. Uh, that was actually a really easy one to unlock. Once I found out, you know, what you needed to do it was basically run around as the dog in the, in the bonus level where it's all plants and you heal the plants. And at a certain point you unlock the tree. <laughs> so the plants that w- are so happy about how you're treating them. They're going to give you a whole new character to play. <laughs> yeah. So now you just get to play as a tree. Wow. Uh, what a fun game. I love vampire survivors. I don't know if it's on set. It, well, it has been on uh, game pass. So you have that. Yeah. Uh, let me see if it's part of steam's, Summer if it's style. on sale on Steam, I mean, what are they even going to do? Do it for a dollar? Because right now it's only like two fifty or something, or it's under three. Uh, yeah, it's three dollars right now. Yeah. It's not on sale, but you know what? It. I said this yesterday on stream, and I mean it. I feel bad that I only paid three dollars for this <laughs> game. I genuinely do, and I feel like if they put out DLC that was just called the you took terrible advantage of us DLC and it was like 10 bucks and you didn't get anything for it. It was just a way to give them 10 more dollars. I would buy that DLC because I feel bad. I have 72 hours in the game. That's a lot. That's a lot. This strikes me. strikes me as a game. Three dollar game that has like basically, you know, 52 frame bitmaps. Like <laughs> every time we talk about it, I love this though. I was like, I'm not saying it's shade, but every time we bring it up, Bo's always like, looks like somebody's uh, old uh, N64 fell off a cliff and smacked into a. Wow, so they a made it in Game Maker in an afternoon. <laughs> it. Uh, it's such a good game. It's such a good game. We're up to 120 achievements. I've got all of them. Got all the hidden characters. Like, do you get the do you get the feeling? I get the feeling that those guys had no idea what they were onto when they put that thing out. You know? No, no I don't think so. I think when you make a game, it's a flooded market. I was watching a video. They're saying they're talking about how to get noticed on to put your game on Steam. Yeah. Wishlisting is good. Getting up to 10,000 wishlists because that'll favor you in the algorithm. So getting a lot of hype and wishlisting people is part of the deal because 40,000 games a year are put out on Steam. That's a lot. And uh, if you think about how do you get your game, there's like 365 days of the year, right? So yeah. on average, that's like 
you know, a hundred games a day. It might be maybe yeah. said four thousand. That's a lot. How many of those? It's still a lot though. How many of those are? There's still orc ten massage? games per day. Is, that, is there 4, only? I thought only, they said forty thousand, but four, let's say four thousand. So let's say four thousand, but four thousand still a lot. Is there only one? Four thousand is still a lot of games. It's ten games per day. Yeah. Um, How many of those are and, orc massage? Just one. Just I'm sure Orc Massage, massage did not bad. We're, what you're really looking at, you're competing with, are actual like these green lights and stuff that you know uh, that you just never heard of. Like, uh, what is Roots of Paca? No idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Wants me to wish list it. You know, like there, you just look for like, like one thing that strikes me about Steam is like it's showing me so many games, but it's way showing me not a lot of games. Like. Think of yeah, all the games the on that amount, there. It's yeah. actually withholding a it's lot. It's mostly showing me not games, even though it looks full to the brim with games on offer. Yeah. And um, so even if you were just to make, I'm going to make a quick little Steam game, $1, maybe I'll make 100 bucks, right? And yeah. this guy's, I'm sure he's made a million or two. Oh, easily. Like, yeah. That game's got to have sold a million, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... And I don't know what Microsoft's Third, paying. Oh, so. sorry. It's more than 11,000. Uh, Zero just linked something in the chat. 30,000 games in a year. Per year? No, 11,000 games in a year. 11,000. 30 games a day. Wow. 30 games a day. And you wonder why we're like, I'm like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed with games. That's just like triple A's and notables. Like, yeah. imagine trying to play everything that comes out. It's like, and that's not even the mobile side of things, right? These are the respectable we released on PC games. You know, my friend Roger, such a, my friend Roger is such a bastard. He has this old, they don't do it anymore, but it's grandfathered. Way back in the day when he worked for CNET or somewhere, um, they gave out, Steam, Steam gave out um, a review, basically review accounts. So if you were somebody in the games industry and you had a review account, that meant that no matter what game you wanted, it would download. You just owned it. It didn't matter. Right. Never spent a dime. That guy, every time I look at any game, even when it's like not even out that day or barely out that day, no one else has reviewed it or owns it. It always says, your friend so-and-so owns it. And it's always him because he automatically owns everything. And he never plays them. If it were me, <laughs> I'd be using that thing all the time. I would have, I'd already have freaking Final Fantasy retrograde or retro, whatever it is. What is you it? play all 11,000 <laughs> games? Whatever. <laughs> whatever the name is. I would have all these games already, all the expensive ones, because he didn't have to pay a dime, and it pisses me off. Anyway, Roger, if you're listening, you're yeah. great. You're great. Uh, well, okay. has he played Vampire Survivors? I don't know. He's no, he hasn't played anything. Play That's my that. problem. Is he doesn't even get on Steam. Yet there's his name yeah. saying he owns everything. Drives me nuts. I want that account, but they well. don't do it anymore. So... You know, I mean, I don't blame John for sinking a lot of time into it. I sink a lot of time into it. It's fun. Yeah, it's a so good game. Uh, it, it, is, it, it, it was made in an afternoon. Do you have anything? <laughs> do, you have, do you know that for sure? Or are we just saying that about them? Maybe it took a while. No, obviously I, not true. He's still putting. They're still putting content out for it regularly. Right. It can't be made, made in a, one made afternoon some, if the content made is still frame. coming out week to week. I made two <laughs> sprite frames and wrote like some text. Yeah, it, 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 it probably took them a while, right? It takes time to make games, but they're still but making this, it. <laughs> yes, yes, it took them a while. It's still literally being made. This isn't that hard. I, I can say that with more confidence. We'll talk about that a little more uh, when we get to my section of games. Well, let's get to your section then, because um, you talked about. Yeah, it so we talked about most of it. I'm I playing Final Fantasy VII. Mm -hmm. I played some TMNT, D3 Necromero, but um, 
I gotta say, man, the last two weeks of the show, I've loved doing the show with you guys and I've had a good time, but it's been pretty depressing talking about the Diablo Immortal. Like oh, it's been yeah. I'm like I kinda went into this week, I'm like, please let's not talk about mobile gaming. Like yeah. hey, not, good, I good like news. people like our opinions and we have a good conversation, but like I just like to focus on positive things too, and I find it brings out the worst, you know, me and John in particular, right? So I'm it's, just like, let's yeah, focus we, on the things we love, and, and I think good. we did that this episode. Yeah, we didn't. You know? We haven't talked about mobile at all. I don't um, think. Yeah, I so bitch, I just a bitch. I just kind of cussed. I was in a much yeah. better mood this bitch. week, uh, so I think that probably helped. I hadn't yeah. just we had moved a, houses, so that, and we had uh, a few listeners, you know, kind of. It was not just that. Like I know. We just talked about there's so many games. Doing the E3 coverage for all these games was like actually mentally overwhelming for me mm. to the point that we're like, I've been streaming pretty intensely. I couldn't choose what to play. I felt just really burnt out. I haven't yeah. streamed all week. I haven't played games all week. Yeah. And I, you know, talked a little bit last week about playing, watching lots of YouTube. I'm like, I need to stop watching streamers. Again, no disrespect to them, but I'm talking about the Asmongolds and the Ludwigs, and you know, somehow in my algorithm, I've screwed up my YouTube algorithm, and it's all you'll never believe what happened this week in X game, end of the world, and I'm like, no, no, I want learning stuff, so I need to do a cleanse. So I went on a bit of a dopamine cleanse. So I was like, you know what? If I'm not that much in the mood to play games, I'm gonna try and take a break if I'm really not feeling it. So I kind of stopped since Sunday, and. What I've been spending my time doing is I've been brushing up on my programming. Nice. So I've been watching tutorials on C, C++, and C Sharp. I downloaded Unity, and I was about to look around in it, and I'm like, I know I'm going to want to get under the hood. So, and like, you know, getting under the hood means learning programming language. I don't really feel like doing any real thing. It just, it just Unity sort of struck me. Also, I'm understanding that C Sharp is a bit more forgiving of a language to learn, but still pretty powerful. And Unity uses that. So I was like, all right, I made a decision. I still brushed up on my C and C++, uh, just basic terminology, but I went hard on the C Sharp. Uh, so I haven't even opened up Unity. I just really wanted to have a firm grasp on C Sharp before I start opening up the code base and try and look at what the code base underlying the game engine is, because you have to go in and write stuff Yeah. at some point. So I've just been learning my C Sharp. And it's been kind of fun because, you know, a lot of that basic stuff like, you know, the uh, operands and, and you know, if clauses, uh, for loops, all that stuff, you know, came back real quick. Yeah. But I'm, I've said before on the show, I stopped at the object-oriented part. I didn't stop this time. I learned about classes, inheritance, abstraction, um, polymorphism, and whatever the other pillar is. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not my brain right now. Yeah. But basically how classes work, and as I was learning about class, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty easy. I'm just... I don't know if it's now that I'm not a distracted 20-year-old, not time for this, or I'm just in the right frame of mind, but I'm kind of soaking it. I'm, I'm not like an expert in it. I've only done practice examples along with uh, videos I've watched and, and, and stuff like that. But um, I have a pretty firm grasp on passing arguments and returning values or not, and there's still a lot to learn because the object-oriented programming is very flexible. Yeah. But I have a really firm grasp on... Uh, going into this on just how functions and well methods and ob objects work. So I, I've just been, I'm not even really that interested in making a game. I'm just been kind of interested in programming and it's part of my learning cleanse because I'm learning things, not steeping myself in stupid ass controversies in gaming. 
like I find the issues are serious when it comes to loot boxes and stuff. But at the same time, like I got a life too. like, you know, I just don't have to pay attention to it. Like goodbye Diablo, you know? So, um, Anyways, I'm just enjoying that for now, and we'll see where that goes. But uh, hey, that's what uh, I. So it's game related because I think I'll try and do something. Let's I'll do try it. And make my own vampire survivors and put my money where my mouth is and make there vampire you survivors. But you only have I'll an make, afternoon to do it. Though. I'll make werewolf survivors <laughs> in, in an afternoon. I would like to. Go that's ahead. what I mean. Like, let's, it's, you let's know, it's like it. okay, let's announce you program it. some inputs. Yeah. Like, because the thing is, so the prototyping is the thing in gaming, right? So yeah. prototyping is just like. I'm not going to get assets. I'm just going to put basic controls and features on the most abstract game. So let me put a player character in. Let me move it four directions. Let me have it automatically shoot. Let me spawn in some dudes. Prototype done. That's Vampire Survivors. <laughs> like literally I'm watching people throw prototypes together in Unity videos. And I'm like, yeah, you polish up. The, okay, the bitmaps take a little longer. Yes. But the prototype you can get out in an hour at a game jam. Like – like that's actually not far off, right? Um, and it's not—we're not talking Blizzard quality sprites here. We're talking, you know, like okay-ish sprites. Yeah. So, that being said, I'm, efforts still gone into this game, and you know what? It doesn't matter how long it took to make the game if you find it fun. Like, knock yourself out. I played forty hours of it. It's good, but I find it funny because I'm pretty sure it—it it is. It's ninety-nine cents for a reason. I, you know, this person is clearly a Catholic or a religious bucks. person oh, yeah. and would feel way too much shame charging twenty dollars for it. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, it is three yeah. bucks, right, John? Three bucks. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. It's three dollars. Oh, I guess I got it on sale for ninety-nine cents. I'm pretty sure I paid ninety-nine cents for it. Oh, weird. No? Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Still pretty cheap. Maybe I didn't. In uh, Canada, that means it was like a penny. Yeah, here. it was like a penny. So hold on. Let's let's go ahead and make though. the announcements. Make it official. We're making a point-and-click adventure game based on the core hosts and their and their lives. And Bo is per- I'm, uh, making it. If I get to that stage, I might start prototyping a few things. Let me put some stuff together. And if I get to a stage where I can throw some art, maybe we can... Well, listen, I know we can make our own 99 cent podcaster simulator. That's right. I know a great writer. His name is John. I know a good artist. His name is me. And I know a guy who apparently (laughs) can can program and that's you. So we have all the things. I can do sound and we all do VO. Yeah, we all can do VO and sound work. We've got a lot of bases covered, so... But I, I'm just brushing up on my life. I don't want to. No, you have <laughs> I'm nowhere near developing started. anything. Yeah. But, Let's go. Uh, uh, you know, from a hobby, like I think that's sort of how you view these things. You just kind of have fun doing it. You don't think about, I'm doing this because I'm going to make a million dollars and sell the world's best game. Newsflash, there are 40,000 games coming out every year or something like that. Like just, yeah. just enjoy the process. And so far, like I'm enjoying getting back on the programming horse. It's fun. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see where things take me. But that's what I – so for those who's tuned into my stream, I didn't stream all week. That's what I've been doing. I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of people. And to be honest, I didn't want to be distracted either. I was learning. Well, that's <laughs> so, good. I think that's really cool. I'm super stoked for you in that, on that yeah. front. It's always good to find something like that, you know, where it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like the same old stuff you're doing. It just is a good distraction but also a learning thing. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I may throw up a few streams where I start – screwing around in unity and prototyping we'll see but i just i didn't want to be under the pressure of being watched yeah yeah, yeah. Week, so. totally i feel you yeah. well all right then uh very cool let's get to this quick email uh before we close things out this week and here it is that's a good question this came from kurt spelled c-u-y-r-t that's pretty cool kind of like that hey guys uh he says as he sent this to talk to the core at gmail.com Please tell me you will always try. This is funny and 
in the in the shadow of Bo's comments, by the way. All right, here we go. <laughs> Guys, please tell me you will always try and record your reactions to live presentations for game companies, etc. I love when you do that. Who needs E3 when you have you guys laughing and chatting during these things? Kurt. Aww. So as much as that I, overwhelmed you, uh, somebody wants us to keep doing it, Bo. Well, I, I like mean, the live reaction things. Yeah. The live reaction is not a problem because then we're just being cruel human beings. Like, you know, someone from Ubisoft gets up and we're going, Ubisoft? Ubisoft? Like, you know, that, that's <laughs> it's more just like... What do you think of this trailer? I don't know. It looks good, man. But also, I hate the title, or I hate fingers, or I hate the animation, or I These hate all John something. Things. And then, well, I'm, yeah, it's just because that's what's fresh in mind. But I do my fair share of of unjustifiable hate over something that someone clearly worked hard on and is amazing. Yeah, I, I do my fair share of it, and I think I just wiped myself off after last week and went like, I don't want to be a chain smoker of negative things i I don't really even want to be a critic of things you know so i just felt i went too deep on the and i don't like this and i don't like this and it really just comes from a place of overwhelm like sure they were like this this game there's 50 bajillion games announced and i'm like i'm gonna play two of them yeah you know, re- like, yeah, they're great. Whatever. You know, like, yeah. yeah. So. Well, I'm that said, I was surprised because I thought I was going to have what what I felt at the time, especially after, you know, doing the live show and you guys kind of talking me out of it. I thought I was going to have the hot take of the century being like, I'm not looking forward to Starfield. And now <laughs> I feel like the general consensus has turned on that game. All of a sudden I'm seeing a bunch of people criticizing it and now i feel like all of a sudden i have the popular take and now i'm actually kind of sad about that because i kind of want to like shit about it yeah like it's <laughs> like no it turns out everybody agrees with you no <laughs> that is not what i wanted but well, you know uh, what just take take the rational non um non uh what was the polemic stance of being like you know could be good could be bad seems all right go. We live in a beautiful age full of wonderful things. This seems to be one of those wonderful marvels. It seems like a thing we'll a lot see when of it comes put out. a lot of work into. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, it doesn't it doesn't get the clicks, so maybe it's bad advice. Don't listen to me. You know, maybe you <laughs> you're see, right, it doesn't you'll never get the believe clicks. we need a new thumbnail. You'll never believe what John loves in a picture of Todd Howard in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Todd Howard. He's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least unless something comes out that he's a bad person, then I'm gonna really regret saying that yeah. on the show. But he, um he seems pretty safe so far. So yeah. far. It's it's almost like the time I did a Bill Cosby impression the day we found out about Bill Cosby mm. at BlizzCon. Like, I remember that. Some, sometimes the timing just isn't isn't very good. Nope. Um, I will say goes. just some s- side data that doesn't really matter. I do these little Frog Pants TV th- short videos for YouTube occasionally and talk about a game thing here or there. My Diablo Immortal one, which was pretty critical of things, was uh, had enormous uh, spread. Did real well. My one about yeah, why... Like- if you if you need to get ad revenue on YouTube, like you're eating good now, like it's like a part of you is like, wow, look how bad Immortal is. All these people are making videos, but like the reality is, 
it's dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want money? Like, here, talk shit about this game. We'll give you some YouTube's like, we'll give you some money, man. It's really yeah, annoying. Jokes on them. I don't get enough views on YouTube to monetize anything. So uh, <laughs> I can, I don't have to rely no, on it. No, but I get no Scott's, money from anything. It just annoys me because I don't want to do that. didn't win the lottery or anything. No, no, not at all. But, but I saw yeah. the metrics go up and it annoys me because I don't want to be, I don't like that like that artificially negative let's get the clicks and hits and there's just too much of it and so on the one hand i'm like oh i really like to make things happen on youtube and then i realize well to do that in this giant pool of people trying to get everyone's attention i have to go against some of my own freaking principles i don't want i think i think it depends on why you're coming to the table like sometimes griping about a video game can be cathartic and sometimes we we all need to have our outlets for it. And there I, like, I have a video I've got notes sitting right next to me for a thing I need to record. Not because I think what I'm going to say in the video is going to change anybody's mind about anything they feel or anything like that. But just because it's a personal story, I feel the need to share yeah. based on things that are going on in the world. Right? Like sometimes stories or things or emotions just build in you and you need an outlet for it. And I think if you want to go, you know what? I was a, big fan of diablo like and i can say this for me personally like diablo is what got me into blizzard games like i didn't play warcraft one i didn't play starcraft one um i started playing diablo and so it has always held a special place in my heart so yeah if it if they put out some free-to-play garbage like it hits a little harder than finding out that some other mobile game company did it and I don't think there's anything wrong with going, this is sitting poorly in my gut. I want to get on my platform and say my piece. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think when you sit down and go, well, this is going to get the clicks. Like you're doing something different than speaking your yeah, piece. Yeah, but neither of you have done that. So just to be clear, I appreciate you saying what you're saying, but I'm you're going to put out one or two videos expressing what you feel like expressing, right? Yeah, so that's true. Not it's a not a millionaire streamer. Thing. Yeah who doesn't do that much Diablo Mortal content all of a sudden with two weeks worth of, and one more thing about Diablo, you know, like yeah, that's my algorithm. I click, I watch a few videos and then these guys are putting one out. They're still putting them out. You'll never believe what Quinn spent on Diablo. Kriparian says this about Diablo. And I'm just like, but shut up, put one video out. And then I, like, it's I will done. also Those, you know. say if it was my job, I would feel a hundred percent different about this. Well, yeah, of course, if I, if I was making millions, <laughs> like, I would have 50 videos like the system incentivizes it. Like I'm not better than them, like, but. like in my world where whatever <laughs> video I put out is going to make me approximately zero money. I, I'm like, yeah, high road for days, like put out one video, say your piece and move on. If that's how I'm feeding my family um, or even if it's just myself, uh you know what? I'm going to do what gets the clicks because that's my job to do it. So I, yeah. I understand and, you know, where it comes from for some, but it's it's certainly not something I'm in a position to do right yeah. now. And it's a lightning rod for conversation. It's arguably more complex than that. I just I just I had enough. <laughs> that's all. We'd spent two weeks on it. My YouTube constantly is 
telling me about it. So like the programming thing was just, I need to clean now that I've done a lot of YouTube or unity and C sharp videos. I'm now getting videos of proper nerds, proper nerds with low charisma scores going today on today's course. We're going to learn about inherit. I'm like, ah, refreshing. (laughs) Ah, Very low charisma, strong, strong Eastern European accent, strong Indian accent, strong Spanish, like not like, you know, white neck beard. Like you'll never believe what happened in Diablo today. And I'm like, great. You know, I had enough of you. Like, Thank you. Yeah. It's a complicated, ugly I'm world. my low charisma score, uh, YouTube homies, yeah. for a little bit, please. <laughs> it's all right. You just roll with disadvantage. Uh, algorithm fun. cleanse can uh, can be a wonderful thing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Exactly. a bunch of ones so, and zeros yeah, and, and learning. Like, that's my favorite content to consume, whether it's video games or otherwise. If there's, like, something I didn't know that I can know, I'm always mining for that juice. And uh, so this is giving it to me. It's good. Get your juice where you can yeah. get it. That's your emails. Uh, talk to the core at gmail.com. Now, before we go, we got a mashup from Jamie, and this is supposed to be a doozy. I'd like to share the votes. Uh, 53%. Okay, the title is Jays or Jizz. All right, so that's out. Uh-huh. 53% of the voters think Bo said it. Yeah. 30% think I said it. 17% John. So, my personal vote was that Scott said it. Okay. That was my, yeah, that was my it, guess. That was my vote as well. Because I I, was my Scott thought was, why are we talking about jizz? My assumption is that it has to do with that uh, form of Star Wars music known as jizz. Yeah. It's canonically accurate. Yeah. That might be you then, John. It might be you. Right, but I know it's jizz, so I can't see myself going, well, is it jizz or jizz? I know what jizz is. Everybody. Well, you might have Let done that clear. to egg Scott I know on. what jizz is. I have no questions about it. Yeah, I'm sure that won't uh, make a mashup where John right, says, I you know, know what jizz, jizz is. is. Yeah. I'm music, familiar right? with jizz. And John music. and Bo, I and, would have voted uh, Bo because it just, I don't know, for some reason I can hear Bo say jizz and then make me laugh. I don't know why. I can just hear it. <laughs> There's <laughs> so, something about the way you say I don't know. It might have been me. It might have been me. But well, let's I don't find out. We're going to find my vote out. was Scott. What, did, what was everybody else's vote? Uh, most be, so again, I went Scott, but I, 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 my second place was you. So okay, you all Scott, went with where, me. Where are you? I, I would go with Bo on this. So I was with okay. the majority on this. Uh, so 53%, 30, 17. Let's find out who won when I play it. Yo, ho, yo, ho. <laughs> we're clearly on a track. And like, as they just dance around. Yo, ho, yo, ho. We're clearly on a track. I'm not saying anything to you, bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> What it feels like is, you know, when you make a customized character in a game and sure. it's got sliders, yeah, penis, you go, like a penis slider, like you go yeah. like, let me try moving the nose shape and you go and you go, oh, no, that's not it. And you move it back and you're 100 percent certain you put it back where it was. <laughs> and you're like, the whole face is <laughs> like, what happened? No, Patrick never kissed me. Not once. I mean, is your penis? <laughs> no, it is. Yes, he touched me with his your penis. I did not expect that. Shit. It was moist again. Oh, man. Yeah. Crap. Whatever. It's, okay. it's fine. Everything's ephemeral. Ephemeral. Everything's ephemeral. It's fine. You know, if it makes I a service better. showed up because you ordered cookies from Amazon. It's fine. If you're going to talk like that, I'm going to go back to my house.
house and eat them on my own. That's right. I want to hold one just to see. Yeah, I do want to touch it. Yeah, I want to touch it. I've watched a lot of videos after beating it. I was like, all right, let's go. Give me the old lady voice to make up for it, Amazon, then we're friends again. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we getting Oh, it's just, you know, sometimes. I mean, I would I would be much easier for me to forgive my Echo if she talked like that. That's all I'm saying. I'm experiencing an error. I've decided to turn off and on your lights to let neighbors know you might not be able to order more of our products. Coming in here with your guns and your glamours and your light systems. See, Mr. Wayne, you're not going to catch me because I'm Hairbird. Hairbird. <laughs> The only way you'll see me, Mr. Wade, is in a YouTube thumbnail. That got me in the mood to play a brand new game that hit Game Pass over the week called Olija. 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 I don't know. How would you say it? O-L-I-G-A. Olija. Olija. I'm not sure. I mean, it depends on like what we're saying here, but if it's Eastern European, like I'm guessing, the J's are Jizz. Jizz? Like my brother is Jacob. Oh, Jacob. Jacob. My Hungarian grandmother would call him Jakob. Jakob. I don't Yuckab. think we're going to be able to get away with calling this episode Jakob. Chaser Jizz. In Eastern European, it's not Jizz, it's Yiz. Yiz. <laughs> Please don't Yiz on me. <laughs> <laughs> John, it was you the whole time. It was me. It was me. Oh, my I God. Did it. So, please don't yiz on me. Don't yiz on me. It was a little bit, Scott, but it was mostly me. It was mostly you. Uh, so, hey, everybody, uh, you were all wrong. Seven, John got third place in yeah. this game, and it was him. I love this game. It's too good. Too good of a metagame. Thank you, TMS Mashups, Jamie, for doing that. You do great work, and I can't wait for whatever you do next. John, he says, John's old lady is... Oh, it's amazing. Better than I most wanna, voice acting. I want to animate it. Let's animate an old lady short. Uh, that's how we make it big on YouTube. Is John? You, you're iconic lady. with that voice, John. You just need the right. <laughs> like, you need to be on the boys or something. So just voicing one of some CGI character, old lady. Yeah, old, the old lady. It's Do the it. best. Yeah, it's really good. You're the best. It's freaking funny. Uh, so well done. It's your jizz. You have to live with it. Um, <laughs> he says this is his favorite uh, show to edit for, or to find these mashups and build them out of. So uh, for whatever that means, I guess we say a lot of dumb stuff. So we're glad we could bring that for you there, Jamie. And we're glad you could make these for us and the listening audience. Speaking of which, if you are not a patron already, you might want to be. Head on over to patreon.com slash core show and sign up today. Plenty of good reasons to sign up and none to not. So why wouldn't you? That's patreon.com slash core show. For everything else, it's frogpants.com slash core. And that is going to do it for us. We got to go around the table for some words of wisdom, though, and we'll start with John. Uh, okay. Well, in honor of old lady voice, we'll do this. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show today. We had some fun today. For those of you that weren't paying attention, here's some of the fantastic games we talked about. We talked about Grim Dawn, which is stupid by the sounding name, but it's probably okay. D2 Resurrected for your old Diablo. D3 for your new Diablo. Fall Guys for beans falling off shit. Cracked Raft, which is actually just the game Raft, but I read the whole thing. V Rising, we've got a server you can ask about. TMNT Shredder's Revenge, that's got them Ninja Turtles in it. And you got Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. John didn't have any comments about that title, despite it being long as shit. 
we got vampire survivors and you play as a tree and um boys been <laughs> studying C sharp. She's a sharp cookie. Respect your elders. You know, I, I, the way you said turtles there made me yes. Uh, it made you yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those are that. my words. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, See you next yeah, week. Those, those are Bo's words of wisdom. Uh, have a great week. Go play some video games. We'll be back next time with more right here on Core. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. This is the great cycle of being.